Blog Talk Radio. Tell you, okay? I had, you know, 
it was fun. It was a good trip. It was a much-needed trip. I just had fun, all right? And so, you know, it was good for me. And I'll talk about a little bit later on in the show all of that. But also this week, <laughs> for those of you who like my reality show breakdown when I have those, um, I was really happy because my guilty pleasure is back. Yes, my guilty pleasure is uh, Love After Lockup. Oh, my God, they're back. They're back. They're messier than ever. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. So I'm so intrigued by Love After Lockup. So I'm excited. I'm not going to start this week, uh, you know, my rundown of Love After Lockup because I guess it's not any new people on there, really, but I like the storyline to go a little bit before I start running my mouth on I'm always bad with names, though, with them. I'm going to have to start grabbing the names, and then they're going to have back on Love During Lockup, too. So I think that comes in a couple of weeks here. But, yeah, I'm excited about all of it. Yeah, I'm just, I like a messy, you know, like a, <laughs> like a messy good reality show, okay? Um... What else, what else, what else? Okay, so, man, Renaissance. (laughs) My God, you guys are expecting bad things, aren't you? (laughs) I actually listened to it a little bit again. Um, You know, listen, I I knew Beyonce's, I'll just say this before, I'm not going to go into Renaissance yet. This is just my pre-sequel my pre-thing to to Renaissance. But this is what I would say. I knew the album was going to be overhyped. You know, I heard people saying something this week. Uh, One of the people on Twitter was talking about, Twitter people who love Beyonce was saying, they always say Beyonce hasn't released the visuals uh, or a visual album or do performances. I mean, she didn't do that this time. I'm like, yeah, because the Helfer got a huge... Like, it's publicity everywhere, and she did release pictures beforehand. The bitch released pictures, okay? She had a whole Vogue magazine rollout and everything. She she actually had an album like she was selling that's like like a picture book and shit like that. Dude, Beyonce is, part of Beyonce's allure is that she's a beautiful girl, okay? And she could perform. And she's going to have to perform. She's going to go on a tour. She's going to have to to sell that sell that album. Listen, the album's batting five and a possible out of 16. That's decent. I wouldn't have put 16 songs on there, but it's batting five and a, a possible, okay? So I will talk about my – you know what? There's, listen, I have one – the song I like right now, my song that I'm playing right now, it's Cuff It. I love that song by Beyonce, okay? Here's the deal. I'm a person that can give you the real about Beyonce. You still like some of her music. I'm balanced out in this world, okay? Shit, it is what it is. So what I will say, I'm going to talk about the songs, each one of them, what I liked about them. The first time I heard it, I was like, ugh. But let me just say this. They played that fucking You Won't Break My Soul. I found out what, what the thing you can torture me with. I found out this week what is it that people somebody could if somebody wants to break me <laughs> I shouldn't be telling y'all this. But just put me in a room in that for about forty five minutes with break my soul playing. I might be ready to jump out the window. <laughs> I found that out I found that out at the Maxwell concert. 
I mean, they at least they at least had two rotations of Break My Soul. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is it a Beyonce concert? Is that what about to come out here? If I hear that Break My Soul song, one more, it's a chant, really. I feel like it's a chant. I don't even like to listen to it because I said, you know, I said I feel like it's a spiritual chant or something going on. I feel like it's like a. It's not y'all think it's about inspiring Break My Soul, but then the, the heifer goes on talking about quitting jobs in the middle of recessions and shit like that. I mean, it just says weird shit. So I'm like, I just fell in love. I just quit my job. I mean, it's just weird, okay? So I just, I don't like to listen to the chants. I think she chants something. You know, she is a Scorpio moon, so I don't know what the hell's going on. I know I'm a Scorpio sun, but she's a Scorpio moon. See, I don't know what the hell's going on, okay? Uh, but here is the thing. What I will say is this. The Khalees thing. <laughs> First of all. Let me stop laughing about Khalees. First of all, let me tell you, before y'all come for Khalees, y'all better pull up that chart on Khalees, okay, that astrology chart. Khalees, don't give a shit. Khalees is a Leo, like she has a stellium in Leo. Khalees is like a fuck, the fucking sun. She, like I always said, I said, I was like, you know, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but I was talking about her, she's being a, she's an exposure because she's a sunlight. You know, and Beyonce and them know they like to work over there in the dark in the coven. You don't want these Khalees problems out in these streets. Just ask Nas. <laughs> do you know? Do y'all remember how much Khalees came for Nas? When they, <laughs> I mean, I'm not even talking about the separation. Like, when, I mean, the breakup. I mean, years later when she talked about the abuse or allegedly, I won't say allegedly, but when she when she when they first broke up. <laughs> I don't even want to bring it up because my fave is in it. But Khalees, Khalees be, Khalees be out here doing. Khalees ain't no punk. That's all I say on that. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit later. But remember when Nas and Maxwell was in that room with them chicks, <laughs> and Khalees came for their ass. Well, at least allegedly, people thought she came for their ass. Allegedly. <laughs> Khalees ain't nothing to play with. (laughs) Listen, she may not have as much power in the material world as a fucking Beyonce, but that bitch is fierce, okay? And she's right. A lot of people have bit off of Khalees. Meaning this, Khalees is that strange chick who had the hits, but they didn't quite go over because she's the first. She was the first to do it. She was ahead of her time. So, Khalees, like, I like bossy and stuff like that, but some of that other stuff was kind of weird. You liked it, but it didn't go over the way, like, if you, like, like the shit's going over now. Like, Khalees had to be the sacrificial lamb first, and she just didn't have all this, the, the machine behind her like a lot of these girls do. But Khalees and the Neptunes and stuff did that shit, and they have never been able to find another Khalees, by the way. They've been making little, like, Beyonce be a Khalees. (laughs) I mean, it's all little boring stuff. We know how Beyonce likes to borrow and shit, right? (laughs) Is that what it's saying? We're not calling it still anymore. We're just going to call it borrow. Inspired. Beyonce likes to be inspired, (laughs) right? So, yeah, okay. So we'll get back to Beyonce and Renaissance a little bit later on the show. I am going to get my Ramada Inn key out so I can get ready to check in to Ramada Inn. As you know, if you listen to the show all the time, 
You know Beyonce has a song where she tells her haters they can check into the Ramada Inn. Often, when I feel like the beehive thinks I'm being a hater, I check myself into the Ramada Inn. I have no shame, okay? I'm not a hater, but, they, you know, okay. If she says that's what we do, that's what we do. <laughs> okay, so we'll talk about her and uh, that whole the whole thing of uh that later on, okay? But guess what this week? It's my time for It's a Word. And It's a Word this week, I got a couple. I mean, I got so much. There's so many things I feel like. I think it's going to be It's a Word throughout the show. You know, because I feel like there's so many things. Like, you know, I feel like we're in such a weird time in the universe right now. And I feel like I'm learning so much about the world. Like the world... It's like, you know, the energy of it is changing, like, right underneath my, my eyes, like, eyes. It's like I'm I'm literally feeling like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode. When I watch Twilight Zone on television sometimes late at night, because Twilight Zone is one of my favorite picture, favorite uh, things, even though it's old as hell, but I love Twilight Zone. When I watch it late at night, I feel a kinship to the story because I feel like I'm living in it sometimes. <laughs> world has become the twilight zone, okay? So, uh, yeah, so I got a lot of it's a words today. But there's one it's a word from a surprising person that I don't think you guys, you guys always think I dislike people. You know, yeah, in some ways I do kind of. Not all what, not completely because I don't know them, but I just like dislike some shit they do. But this doesn't mean I can't learn from people, okay? And Jay-Z was on Kevin Hart's new show, by the way. It's called Heart to Heart. I actually like that show. Kevin Hart is pretty good on the interviews and stuff. But Jay-Z was on there a couple of weeks ago, and he said something, and I was talking to my friend about this this week. We was having a discussion. We were talking about, I was trying to encourage her about something, and I was telling her, hey, you don't, I said, it's different. You know, You we may often know what to do. But it's different, there's a difference between knowing and doing. And then I remember the Jay-Z conversation he had with Kevin Hart, and I was telling her about what he said, and I said, I thought that was very powerful, a very powerful observation. So for this week, your first It's a Word of the Night is from Jay-Z. Y'all like, what? (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm kind to the uh, Carter sometimes. Come on. I'm not all the way mean. I'm not always mean to them, okay? I'm nice. All right? So let's hear. I hope I get the sound up where you guys can hear. Uh, let's listen to Jay-Z and what he uh, and what him talking about the difference between knowing and doing. It's, your, it's a word for the week. When I was in, uh, you know, I had matured to the point where I can really do it. You can actually go and do it. The execution of that, it was so much pain there that I couldn't do it, but I knew it was the right thing to do, right? So even that, like, think about that. Knowing and doing is it's not close. You think it's this close. Far. It's this far. far. Yeah, yeah. It's far. Yeah. You know, so I knew the right thing to do, but I wasn't able to do it two years later. I mean, finally went the most painful thing ever. You know, so I was, here, I, here it is. I said this in the song. I know what to do, but I was in, uh, you know, I hadn't matured to the point where I can really do it. You can actually go and do it. The execution of that, it was so much pain there that I couldn't do it, but I knew it was the right thing to do. 
right? So even that, like, think about that. Knowing and doing is it's not it's, You think it's this close. All right, I played it twice because I love what he said so much because it is so, so, so true. There is a difference. You know, there are a lot of, there's a lot of shit I know, you know. But when, it's, when, you're, when you do it, it's nothing like when you're in the process of some shit. You know, what you have to do when you're going through the process. Like he was saying, it was, it's painful sometimes to go to the pro, through the process of doing it. And <clears throat> that's what I was talking to my friend about because my friend was talking about uh, her child and, you know, the fear that comes from, you know, growing up and all these things. And I was like, you know, I was t- encouraging her. I was like, tell him he's got to do it. There's nothing like doing it. There, you know, it's because some things I found out, like, late in life. You know, I'm late. I'm older now, you know, and I'm like, shit, I wish I knew that when I was 20-some years old. You know what I'm saying? So it's something, and this is one of those things where it's like it wasn't until I decided to do something that I really I understood that difference between knowing and doing. It's it's such a huge fucking difference. Like somebody can tell you exactly how to do a thing, but it is doing it that you go through the processes and the changes and the maturity and shit and the pain to get to what what you're in and doing, okay? So I love that. I love that part of the conversation. JT, you're, it's a word this week, the difference between knowing and doing. <laughs> I love it. Damn it. I got it. I gave y'all it's a word. Who knows? Maybe Beyonce will be your it's a word one time. If she talks. If the robot speaks, <laughs> I'm so terrible. They're gonna hate me. The eyes hates me, but I like them. They're so fucking crazy. I think they're uh, nuts. Okay, but yeah, they hate me, but I like them. Hmm. Anyway, like I said, if she ever speaks, we'll put one on here. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Let me stop. Okay, so we're going to take a break. And when I come back, what are we going to talk about first? Man, I don't even – we're going to talk – let's talk about the story with Naomi Judd this week. Naomi Judd's daughters, Ashley and Wyona, find out that their mom left her estate to the new husband. Damn. He's the executor. Well, he didn't, they didn't leave the estate. He's the executor of the estate. She might as well left it to his ass. And then get this, get this, get this, get this. Who I ain't even finished. Ooh. If something was to happen to him, the brother-in-law who has a law firm becomes executor. Ooh. That's some shit for your ass, okay? We're going to talk about that. Oh man, that's terrible. Woo! I know, but you know, it's not. Ter- I can't say it's terrible, but it feels you. You feel some sort of way, especially if you want Nola, because you know, like you like, damn, I've been half of you. I've been half the success of you for a hundred years. Like what the fuck? Like this, this new man come in, they come in and you give him everything. I mean, it's it's, it's 
wow, we we got to talk about it. We'll talk about that. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you never know the relationship between parents and children, okay? Um, then we're going to talk about monkeypox isn't the only thing out here causing damage in the world, okay? These motherfuckers are talking about polio coming back. I said it right, polio. Polio, what they got the vaccine for. They going to bring back polio. I said, y'all heard me right, polio. See, like, just when y'all didn't believe me about super gonorrhea and all that shit. And, oh, it's a lot. We got to talk about it. Okay? Then we're going to talk about Neo. Neo out in these streets. Man, if his wife out there, y'all hear his ex-wife? I mean, his his wife, uh, Crystal Taffy. Now, people was getting mad talking about she shouldn't put her business out in the street, but y'all don't know, Crystal might have been dealing with a lot of shit. It's a lot being married to a fucking R&B store. I bet it is. No, you don't know what I'm saying. You know, you never know. You might get a good one, but I'm just saying, it's a lot. Okay? But, and you might expect the R&B stores, and we talked about this last, a couple of weeks ago with Tyrese. I talked about this with Tyrese and his wife. Remember, his Tyrese, if you don't know, Tyrese's ex-wife, whatever Tyrese did to her, sis was on uh, Instagram. She was doing shows where she was talking about I was her. <laughs> that was so bad. I said, damn. <laughs> and talking about the woes of being married to a dude that's, you know, like Tyrese. I'm like, shit, sis, it's just probably hard to be married to Tyrese if he wasn't no R&B star. You know, Tyrese is different, okay? Uh, but Neo, Neo's wife, did she allege that he was raw-dogging chicks? Now, see, we got to talk about that because that means he just, you know, there's one thing to cheat. But when you're out here just allegedly raw dogging women, you don't like your you don't like your wife, you don't like your spouse, you don't, you don't like them, you don't give a shit. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. Okay, and then I'm gonna get to Renaissance. My feelings about Renaissance. <laughs> Should I play break my soul for y'all? God, I might just I I have to play, I have to mute my own self out. The program if I play break myself. <laughs> oh, this is not it's not starting off with no, I'm gonna have nice things to say about Beyonce. Really I am. It's really a nice day. I'm serious. I'm gonna say nice things. And then we're gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about my trip to um Vegas and Maxwell and and what I thought of the Maxwell show. Maybe I'll start off with that. Maybe I'll start you know, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how I feel. Maybe I'll start off with that. But we got a lot to get to. We'll get we got so much I hope I got time. We got a lot to talk about, okay? So let's start off with, uh, since it is, I mean, do I have it up? I don't know if I have it up. Do I have Break My Soul up? Y'all want to hear a little bit of Break My Soul coincidence? I mean, I cannot stand a little bit. I mean, because we are going to be talking about, I'll save it for when we talk about Renaissance maybe, you know? Maybe we'll do it then. I mean, you know. I don't want to ruin the moment. <laughs> All right, so in meanwhile, we'll start off with, uh, let's see, let's start off with, um, I don't know, after the dance, Marvin Gaye. It's the CC show. I'm doing late night hot topics. 
I'll be back in a moment.
get a old, old school Eugene. Wow, we got to get you home with me tonight. I used to love that back in the day, okay? It's the CC Show. I am Carlotta, and I am back. We're talking hot topics late night, okay? Oh, my goodness. So let's start off with the why Nona Judd story, Naomi Judd story, okay? This is very sad because Naomi Judd, if you, <clears throat> you know, she passed away a couple of months ago. Um, very tragically, she uh, she committed suicide. And uh, here is, let me see here, we're going to, this is from the DailyMail.com. But it says, country star Winona Judd is reportedly upset about being left out of her mother's longtime uh, singing partner, Naomi's Wheel. Fellow Nashville superstar Naomi Judd has left her two daughters, Winona and Ashley, out of her wheel. She instead appointed Larry Strickland, her husband of 30, oh, no, he was, oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't think he, oh, oh, I'm all wrong, okay? I thought she had just met this man. No, it was her husband of 33 years. Oh, no, 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 that's a different story. Okay, no, 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 the husband of 33 years, okay? Long-ass time. They share a bond there, but this, that's a long-ass time. 33 years is a long-ass time, okay? Well, then I don't mean nothing, because I've seen couples that have been married 30 and 40 years and can't stand each other. For real, shit, for real. <laughs> but uh, it says fellow national superstar says uh, he he will have full custody, custody, full authority and discretion over her assets without the approval of any court. Winona, Winona is rumored to be upset about the decision because her singing partnership with Naomi has the judge. She believes she was a major force behind her mother's success, according to Radar Online. Judge shot herself in an upstairs room of her Tennessee farmhouse on April 30th after a long-time battle with mental health. Uh, <clears throat> Judge Will State Strickland is entitled to reasonable compensation for his services as executor, according to the documents, which was reviewed by page 6. He can also be paid or reimbursed for reasonable expenses, advances, and disbursements, including attorney and accounting fees made or incurred in the administration of my estate. The document also states that if Strickland could not be executor and the estate due of the estate due to death or any reason, Judd's brother-in-law, Reginald Strickland, and the president of the Tennessee law firm, Weiter and Associates, will serve as co-executors. Now, anytime I see lawyers, so I mean, I'm just, I'm just funny about that. But you know, it says Reg for Winona and Ashley Fitzgerald did not immediately respond to Daily Mail's uh, DailyMail.com's request for comment. Okay. Um, the judges were inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. The sisters have not given any indication of tensions with their mother, having praised her after death and publicly discussed their struggles during the grieving process. Both girls has also had homes on Judd's 1,000-acre acre, form in the greater Nashville area, which she owned for nearly three decades. It's unclear if Wyononi and Ashley's properties are considered part of the Judd estate. Uh, <clears throat> listen, uh let me just say this. This is hardcore because when your mother's been married to somebody 33 years, it's interesting to me that she didn't leave her daughters anything in the will. That is very interesting. That's very telling. I don't know if there's a close relationship there or if there wasn't. That's just interesting. Even if I was married for, to somebody for 33 years and I had children, I definitely would have made provisions for my children and not for – she didn't even, in the case in the death of her husband, she didn't even decide to kind of, she didn't even decide to leave the kids as executor. She goes on to leave, 
the uh, the brother-in-law has executor who who sounds like it was a lawyer. So that's that's some shit. That's some telling shit. I don't know. You know, I don't know if she's upset or not. But damn, I hope she owns some part of the music all those years performing with her mama. <sighs> Listen here, I'm just tell y'all. Dick, when Dick get in the way of stuff, you got to make sure you protect it. In all cases, when 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 women, if you got sisters, family is love, love is hate. It's all love, but when Dick comes in, you got to always be careful. They, it's, I mean, he's been married for 33 years for, with her, but you got to always adv- make sure you advocating for yourself. you got business with family members and everything like that or loved ones or friends or something because when Dick shows up in the room, it changes. When Cootie when Coo- Coo- uh, Cat shows up in the room, it changes, okay? So you got to always make sure <clears throat> there's an understanding uh, with the family dynamic and the financial um Aspect. I mean, you know, it can be so messy with families. So it's just uh, this is very interesting, and we just keep, you know, keep them in their prayers. But that's that's a very interesting thing that she did. That very telling. Okay, so now I said out here, I cannot believe I'm hearing about polio making a comeback. When I heard the first story about polio, I was like, what the hell is going on? Polio. According to Daily Mail. New York polio patient 20 left paralyzed was infected with the same strain detected in London and Jerusalem. Researchers say viruses confirmed in Rockland County sewage water. Testing revealed the Jewish man caught the same strain as as in other cities. Experts warned it suggested uh, there may be multiple chains of transmission of polio in countries where it was thought to be eradicated. London and Jerusalem detected polio in wastewater, pointing to it spreading under the radar. Health officials called on those who were not vaccinated to get their shots. America's first polio patient nearly a decade was infected with the same strain of the virus was spotted in in Jerusalem and London earlier this year, Uh, researchers said. Testing revealed the Jewish man in his 20s from Rockland County, New York, who was paralyzed with the disease called type 2 vaccine-derived polio virus, uh, like the detected wastewater in other nations. It suggests there may be multiple transmission chains of the virus circulating globally. Polio expert Dr. Adam Ratner told DailyMail.com, Today, New York City's Department of Health confirmed the virus had been detected in a wasteland um, samples taken in Rockland County in early June. Health officials said that there was a warning sign for anyone who is not vaccinated against polio, once the most feared disease in America to do so. Polio is mo- is more dangerous in children, okay? Uh, this is scary, <clears throat> and it's interesting because it is a run on vaccines again. You know, I don't trust the pharmaceutical business what the fuck soever, okay? So I don't know where, I'm, I'm you know, I don't know, I, I don't know if people, they need money out and these an infusion of money, but I know these vaccines is going to be flying off the shelf. Monkey pocket vaccines, uh, polio vaccines, it's going to be all kinds of shit. And I, know, I don't know what's coming next. Okay, so if y'all ain't been vaccinated for polio, everybody ain't been vaccinated. I mean, you know, you know, check it out because I don't know. They talking about it being in water, finding it in sewage right now. How the hell is? I mean, what the hell is going on? It, I mean, you know, in some ways, I'm wondering if we're we're having. I've always said this on the show: is there bioterror attacks going on, and they don't want to say? You know, I don't know, but that's scary. They 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 bring up polio, polio. 
Tim from Sweetie Pies. I think I want to. I want to touch on this New York bishop and his wife robbed for four hundred thousand dollar jury heist during live stream service. Okay, uh, this is according to uh, MSN.com. It says a Brooklyn bishop and his wife were robbed during a live stream sermon on uh, last Sunday, Sunday before last, something like that. A armed assailant stormed the service and made off with around four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Bishop Lamar Whitehead was in the middle of delivering his sermon at the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries Church in Carnesi when three gunmen burst in around 11.15 a.m., the New York Police Department said. The armed assailants displayed firearms and demanded property from the 44-year-old bishop and his wife, 38, police said. When I see them coming to the sanctuary with their guns, I told everybody to get out. Everybody just get out. Whitehead said in a video posted to Instagram following the incident, I didn't know if they wanted to shoot the church up or if they were just coming for a robbery. In the end, he said he was thankful that it was the latter, but said that they took all my wife's jewelry and took all of my jewelry, including his wedding band. In a video shared by online local media outlets appearing to show the incident, which was captured on live stream, <clears throat> excuse me, that appears to have since been taken down. Whitehead can be heard saying, all right, all right, before dropping to the ground and hands on his knees, okay? Uh, let me just say this, okay? First of all, these criminals have no respect for sacred ground. That is the church, okay? I mean, really, back in the day, I mean, it's just ridiculous. People people don't have, and I know he was wearing a 400000 and a lot of people don't like because he's a preacher wearing $400,000 worth of jewelry. I don't know how he got his money, and you don't either. I don't know if he's writing books. I don't know if he's doing, I don't know what the man doing that he can be, I don't know if he work another job. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Quit criticizing people for having money because they preach. You know, we got, we got a community sometimes. We got a community, we, there's two sects in our community. We got sometimes these, there are preachers and men of the cloth and women of the cloth who take advantage of parishioners. That happens in any career across the board, okay? Uh, but it's more horrible when it happens from religion. But then also we have um, parishioners who, I mean, and people who love to take advantage of, I mean, we have uh, uh, people who love to take advantage of their pastors and stuff and soak the life out of them and soak everything they got and, and want to come preach every Sunday. Come preach at your, come to your mama's hospital bed and pray for her. Uh, come to your uh, auntie's bed and do this. You don't understand the price they paying and you don't want them to live, you don't want them to have nothing nice. You just think they just supposed to be at your beck and call because they mean a God. No, the Bible says the servant is worthy of his hire. I said what I said, okay? Everybody ain't got to be broke. Now, if a pastor takes a vow of poverty, that's okay, too. But everybody ain't Mother Teresa up in these streets. Now, I don't know. Now, I did see him this week. It was kind of, he did something kind of cheesy this week, trying to talk about he showing his prayer closet and was showing Gucci and Louis Vuitton and all that stuff. I'm like, fool, that's why they came and robbed you. You know what I'm saying? Not that anybody has the right to rob you because you look nice and you're wearing nice jewelry. This ain't yours. It ain't your stuff. Quit stealing, taking people's stuff. It ain't your stuff. It's still wrong to, it's wrong to steal. I don't care. You can't be saying that's what he get. You won't like nobody say that's what you get. But anyway, still, though, he was out here bragging on the Louisville. I didn't like that. That was kind of, mm. 
Because, you know, you're like, damn, you just got robbed. I mean, have you no wisdom? <laughs> I mean, you know, have you no wisdom? <laughs> That's why the devil ran all up in your church. You ain't using no wisdom. What in the world going on around here? The devil wasn't even scared. He just come running up in the church. Cause pastor out here wearing Gucci and stuff, and I'm I was ready to defend him. I'm still ready to defend him because I think he has a right to wear whatever he wants to wear and dress however he wants. I don't know how he get his money. However, to say the man deserved to be robbed and people saying that stuff, I hated that. And we sometimes in our community we tend to do that. We tend to do that too. I've seen it because I've I've seen both sides of the coins. I've seen preachers who are really wealthy and sometimes people who take advantage of people. And I've seen some really wealthy preachers who do a lot for the community. And I've seen some poor preachers who got wore the hell out by y'all. I mean, you barely you, you want to get 10 cents in, in the sermon thing, but you expect them to have scholarship money. All kind of stuff. I mean, we do a lot of, we don't understand what it takes to run a church or to be a pastor or to be a first lady or all these things. It's a lot. It's a lot, y'all a lot, y'all a lot. It's a lot to be a preacher, man. It's a lot to be in leadership. Ooh, Lord, I couldn't be no first. I knew right away. I knew I couldn't be no first. I was like, uh-uh, that's one thing. Uh-uh. First lady, uh, pastor, or preacher, uh-uh. So, see, I be cutting you out. I, be just... <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's a lot. So I admire the people who sacrifice their energy to get up and shepherd. I don't know if this dude's right. I don't know. But I'm just saying for all pastors, the whole thing to get up and shepherd and lead a flock is a lot. And, you know, y'all already love on Jay-Z and all them fools for leading for nothing. They don't do nothing. But here's somebody who be trying to teach the word or what they perceive to be the word of God and willing to come and help your families and love them. they there during good times, bad times, hard times. Now, some of them ain't, but a lot of them are. Or they provide services in their church that where they're there for you. They try, I mean, man, just make sure your people well taken care of. And that you ain't, you know, that, that that's the one of the things. You know, I think Dr. King and Malcolm X died, bro. Were out at the end of their lives, they was so maligned. People didn't like Dr. King when he was black and white. When Dr. King passed away, Malcolm was more. They had given their life for the thing. The people should have been making sure they was out. They was taken care of. They they was well loved in the community, but they had to die. And they, you know, that's why Dr. King said he protect that estate like they do. I mean, you gotta just have some respect a little bit. Quit trying to assume every preacher is out here taking advantage. Now, I'm just saying, and nobody deserves to be robbed. That's crazy, okay? But it was an interesting story. I had to talk about that for a minute. And you know, tonight I saw an interesting story up on one of my friends, uh, online person's post friends, Facebook friends, or whatever. And they're talking about this woman. Who and I just want to just throw this out there today because I just thought about this and I just want to say this to women because we live in a very different time with man spear going on and not all these man spear guys are smart I mean some of the man spear but guys 
I like some of the things they say, but a lot of these people are full of, sometimes they got so much going on, you know what I'm saying? You know, on these shows, and I mean, like, you know, I've heard different shows on YouTube, and it's like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Some guys I hear that are great. But he had up tonight about this woman who traveled to see this man, a man paid her way to tra- go see to come to come see him or whatever, and she didn't want to have sex with him. So he drops her back off at the airport, and he doesn't let her know he's canceled her flight. And I'm like, what a bum. <laughs> what, what a fucking bum. Like, what a bum. What kind of bum? Who does that? What a bum. Now, first of all, sis, I'll say this. Let me say this to you women. When you meet a guy online or wherever you meet him at, you know, my grandma always taught me, hey, when you on a date, even when you so much as on a date, have money in your purse and stuff like that in case shit go wrong. So you can give, you can call somebody or you need your ride or you need you a ride home or whatever. So you can call and get, you know what I'm saying, thing, you, you ain't left out there. If you go out of town on a date or something like that with somebody, man, once you come in, have your own money. Make sure that you buy that plane ticket and make sure, back in those days you used to have, you got your paper plane ticket. Make sure you got your ticket in your possession. This is today, you make sure you put him on your account with the airline so he can't cancel shit. So some of you women, quit being so fucking naive. These dudes out here, is, so they've gotten hardcore. They've gotten terrible. You know, and here, fellas, let me say this to you, okay? What you, you know how you get some from a woman? Really, seriously. It's the dudes that invite you, they say, you know, because a lot of dudes who, if you ain't never been with, this, these are dudes, dudes who do shit like that. They usually like dudes trying to simp and trying to get a chick. They, you know what I'm saying? They like they really ain't like living like that, or you know, or, or some ego driven bum or something. They they got a lot of money, but for the most part, men who are real ballers and players and stuff like that, they might invite you to hang with them for the weekend, and they won't expect. They will act like they don't expect nothing. And let me tell you something. When you treat, when you say to a lady, you know, hey, I got you a room and everything, you know, and you say, and uh, you know, and you, the woman's, you know, thinking, you know, she may have to come, you know, out of state, and you just say, nah, you know, I just want to get to know you. Shit, you you gonna get it. <laughs> you don't, you don't to get it if you if you treat her with respect and kindness and not act so desperate for it. Say, hey, this is just what I do. I'm a dude. I know how to treat a lady. Fuck. A lot of these men don't know how to treat women. It's horrible. We live in a horrible, horrible time. So, girls, you got to protect yourself, okay? If you get invited, I don't care if it's a rapper. I don't care who the fuck it is. If you get invited on a trip, make sure you got your shit in order so you can get back home, okay? Make sure you do because there's some bums out here. They have no care in the world. They don't know chivalry. They don't know how to be romantic and nice. And they don't really know what real player shit. They really don't. They really, the real players wouldn't be, like, laughing at dudes talking about, I sent her back home. That's bum shit. But dudes who really, like, like romantics and know how to know women and probably get a, they they know, like, yo, I want to, most dudes want wisdom anyway. They want to get to know a chick and see how she moves. Especially in these days and times, because you know what the fuck you getting. You be done had sex with some chick, and that coochie be done put it on you, and you will be coming out of more than a plane ticket, okay? <laughs> so you got to you gotta be careful always. You know, sometimes there's energy for a one-night stand, but sometimes you got to be careful with that. 
You know, fellas even got to be careful. Because there's some kitty cats that can turn your life around in the night. Don't believe the hype. Don't think that women, it's some, oh, it's some seductive kitty cat. And you think you know what you're doing. You know, you're being lost more than a plane ticket. <laughs> so I just saw that story. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was, you know, I was like, crazy. This is some crazy shit that people actually was defending this guy. Like saying, like, he was doing, he did the right thing and canceled on flight. I said, he's a bum. Who would do that? Terrible. Unless he was an escort and you had a, a deal expecting to get some coochie or something like that. But other than that, no. A flight don't guarantee you no coochie. What kind of craziness is this? <laughs> oh, man. Am I ready to talk about Renaissance yet? Renaissance or Maxwell first? Which one shall I do? Let me look here. Okay. So here's what I do. I'm going to go on break, and when I come back, we're going to talk renaissance. <laughs> I feel like it's time. I feel like it's time that I really talk all that happened this week with renaissance. Khalees and, and all the stuff around it. It wasn't Khalees just mad. I think it was a couple of other people that got upset about the sampling, okay? And even Diane Warren today, the beehive came for the great Diane Warren, one of the greatest songwriters ever coming for her because they, they little asses don't know who she is. It's just crazy little. It's a little mental patience or something. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that and more when I get back, all the all the Khalees drama, everything. But meanwhile, since we're going to be talking Renaissance, Lord, I'm going to be, I'm going to put it on, I ain't going to hear it, but for y'all, for the, for the collective, for the beehive, because <laughs> I have some beehivers who listen to me. They respect it. They they respect the, uh, that I don't always, uh, uh, you know, hail the queen. Okay, so uh, but we're gonna play uh, hail y'all queen. Uh, we're gonna play break my soul for you. Jesus. Here we go. It's the CC show. I'll be back in a moment. Trust me. I might only let it say a minute. <laughs> Renaissance came out 
last Friday, uh, last Thursday, that's actually last Wednesday or Thursday, I was in uh, Vegas, and I remember listening to it while I was in the hotel room. Um, yo, okay, so here's the thing. <sighs> y'all, y'all, y'all. It is a trope. I was laughing last week because, you know, I was talking about it being a renaissance, right? You know, like, it's just not really a renaissance, but a trope. And I didn't realize what I was saying, right, because a renaissance is kind of like a like a, like a re- reemergence of something. And so I wasn't thinking about what I was saying. And somebody <laughs> put up and said, it's a throwback. Or whatever, sometimes like you ass. I get it, okay, right, assholes. I get it, okay. But uh, but here's the thing. Uh, yeah, it's a throwback album. It is heavily, heavily borrowed. Listen, I mean, there. The thing about Beyonce. God, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to 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 to. to Oh, man. Okay, let me just say this. The album I liked about five and a possible. At first it was three and a possible. But, you know, I will say it's five and a possible, but she put 16 songs on there, which is way too much in my personal opinion. Um, I love Cuff It. Church Girl is interesting. Even though she's telling church girls, I mean, it's like, is this kind of thing religious? I don't know. Is she telling church girls to twerk and be free? <laughs> she said, shake it like a church. Shake it. I mean, I, it's, it's kind of what, you know, and all I kept thinking about, I'm going to tell you this, all I kept thinking about about Beyonce is, remember when Beyonce performed years ago on the BET Awards and she was dressed up as that robot? No, 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 this is just as she really was. She was dressed up like in the like the B is B kind of uniform, but it was like that robot in the movie. If you ever seen that old movie, and I forget the name of it, but this old movie was about this. There, there was an old movie about uh, this society where everybody were they, they were just drones and workers, and every now and then these drones and workers they did they like they they marched through life. They were just like you know work sleep work sleep work sleep or whatever, and Every now and then, I think the powers that be would let out this robot. Beyonce dressed up like this kind of. She did. She kind of borrowed heavily from this particular movie. She might have not have known it, but whatever. But every now and then they would release this robot dancer, and she would be dancing and just performing and stuff in front of the workers, and the workers would be mesmerized by her. And she, they just... She she just shaking and shaking, and the workers are just standing there in like a a daze. This is what Beyonce reminds me. <laughs> She's a dancing robot, and she was changing. She was social engineering on the low society. She was the entertainment, but underneath that entertainment, there was a bit of social engineering going on. And so Beyonce, I feel like. Beyonce is social engineering in some ways for the collective, okay? Uh, she's trying to rearrange, I mean, throw out, like, just when I hear songs like Church Girl and stuff like that, even though I like that song a lot, I just thought to myself about the robot. 
rearranging um, mindsets and stuff like that. Um, social engineering in some ways. Yes, and music can music is so powerful. Music is definitely a social engineering tool. Okay, when you go to church, think of just going to church with just a sermon. And not using, not having praise and worship, or, 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 or a music number from the choir, or something like that. It's a very different experience. But music ushers you in to a realm. You know, when you sing in uh, certain music, it just can usher. When you want to get romantic and sexy, that's why I like Cuffy. Cuffy, I was like, hey, I like that song. I, <laughs> I like a romantic, sexy son. But, yeah, but, like, all right, Plastic on the Couch, Plastic off the Couch. What the shit was that? What's the name of that song, Plastic on the Couch? What's the, I like that one. Uh, Virgo's uh, Virgo's Groove, even though it sounds like Scorpio Moon Groove, because a lot of that I'd be like, Virgo's are sexual. But that sounds more, you know, Beyonce doesn't realize how much Scorpio Moon she is, how much Scorpio she is. She's actually, I think she's more, like, that's like me. I'm a Scorpio sun, Leo ascendant, but with a Virgo moon. I'm very Virgo-y. I feel like sometimes, you know, I feel like my moon sign sometimes, I'm still very Scorpio, but I feel like sometimes my moon sign outweighs my scorp- my, 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 uh, my Scorpion nature. And Beyonce doesn't, she's a black little Scorpio. I'm a black little Scorpio. She's a black little Scorpio as well has a Scorpio moon. So she's very Scorpion. You know, I feel like, all of us, for most of us, I mean, including myself, but all of us need to have sometimes, you know, you need to listen to a lot of, listen to some astrologists, read some astrology books so you can understand, you know, your whole astrology person, who you are. Because you're not just one sign, right? You know what I'm saying? I always tell people that. That's why I try to have, I had Apollonia on here that time because I feel like she's so great at explaining Astrology, and I think sometimes we don't understand. Like when she had Virgo's group, I was laughing. I said, "Sounds more like Scorpio Moon shit to me, but <laughs> Scorpio shit, but whatever." <laughs> but you know, it, I mean, it's just such a um, you know, a interesting uh, thing. Now, I do believe she's very Virgoing in the way she works. Okay, but um, yeah, so I yeah, I, those are some of the songs I liked on there. Um, you know, of course I hate break myself, okay? <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, I'm that girl, okay. Uh, Alien Superstore sort of kind of liked it, but the main ones that kind of really stuck out to me, Summer Renaissance, uh, Virgo's Groove, Plastic Off the Sofa, Church Girl, and Cuff It. And the possible is probably, for me, all up in your mind, okay? Pure honey is okay too. I mean, you know, it's decent. Okay, I think it's worth the hype that it's getting now. But I do think, uh, you know, and did I not notice that she dropped her album again on her artist's head? Of course, I noticed it. When didn't Chloe just release the prize? I mean, it's like, what the fuck? If I'm sitting there, I'm a, I'm a personal artist. I'm kind of looking. If I'm under this person, I'm kind of looking like, like, what the fuck? You know, I'm really kind of looking like that. You know, like, 
do you always have to be competitive with your with your art? Like, why don't you get let your little 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 mini you shine for a minute? <laughs> but this bitch come out with a song. She came right off, and she's like, bitch, I'm gonna wipe that surprise shit right on off the truck. I mean, it's crazy. It's the nuttiest shit. This is part of the energy I hate about Beyonce, and that's why her fan base usually is bullies and stuff, because what I really believe is that not Beyonce herself, but the energy of her machine is like a bully, and so it creates little bullies, like, in her in her fan base energy. You know what I'm saying? So just very interesting. And a lot of people think Beyonce gets picked on. No, I think people in the industry know things that we don't know. Like, you know, industry people always have their little secret shit. Like, they own, like, they, you be, they, you buy into the hype and they go out in public and be like, oh, I just love Beyonce. Yes, it's so great. Da, 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 da. But then back in their private mind, that bitch just stole about five, ten of them something. See, they know the real shit going on because they hear the real underground shit. Like, right, you know, they know the real shit. They know who's the real. That's a machine right there. I'm not saying that's what they're saying, but I'm just saying that may be why you getting these people like Khalees, which I'm getting ready to talk about here. Let me pull that up. Okay. Uh, why you? Let me see. That bring bring Khalees up. Do I have the Khalees? Uh, let's see if I can bring it up. I should bring the Instagram. But that's why you have women like Khalees. You know, and, and and well, let me. I'm gonna go into this a little bit about Khalees, but um. People like Khalees going off because I don't think she's just coming out the blue and going off. I think you, you have artists like Khalees who see so much, you know, who see so much of themselves and other artists because they had a hard time interpret. Khalees is like a uh, a first, you know what I'm saying? Like a first, like the first woman that's sitting in the back of the bus. That sitting sitting in the back of the bus wasn't Rosa Parks. I forget who that lady's name was, but she was Rosa Parks wasn't the first person to stand up for herself. But Rosa Parks happened to be um, the secretary of the NAACP and all kind of stuff, which worked out in her favor in order to get all that popularity. Well, that's not comparing the civil rights movement, but comparing the situation of somebody having a bigger machine or bigger thing behind them and they're getting all the praise. Whereas an artist like Khalees. She paved the way but did not get all the shine and stuff. And a lot of people don't know that Khalees was was really that odd chick back in the day. So that girl who came, all these styles that they're trying to do now, I mean, it really started with her doing that crazy stuff she was doing years ago in the Neptunes and stuff. So, Let's listen to a little bit of Khalees. Even though she was going off about three songs, I think she was going off about so much more. I think there's a lot more that we don't know, and she's not saying it, okay? So let's listen to this. Okay, is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce, because at the end of the day, she sampled a record, she's copied me before, she's done it before, so many other artists, it's fine. I don't care about that. The issue is, is that not only do are we female artists, okay, black female artists in an industry that we... There's not that many of us, right? We've met each other. We know each other. We have mutual friends. It's not hard. She can contact, right? Ash Nico, who's, what, 20? She's a young white girl. She reached out when she freaking, like, it's just common decency, right? It's common decency, especially because, because, as so many of you pointed out, as though I don't know, but let me help you, okay? I know what 
what I don't know. I also know the lies that were told. I also know the things that were stolen. Publishing was stolen. People were swindled out of rights. It happens all the time, especially back then. So it's not about me being mad about Beyonce. Everyone's like, you're all sheep. And I'm talking to the people who are obsessed and blind, just like, ooh, like it's so dumb. It's so ignorant. It's so ignorant. She has one issue because it was stupid and disrespectful, and she should have at least reached out. But the real issue is the fact that the people like Pharrell and like Chad, who Chad really isn't an amoeba and just he's spineless, it's a miracle he can keep his neck up. But Pharrell knows better. This is a direct hit at me. He does this stuff all the time. It's very petty, very, very, very. And the reality is, is that it's frustrating. I have the right to be frustrated. Why? Because no one has the human decency to call and be like, yo, hey, would like to use your record. Which, by the way, the reason I'm annoyed is because I know it was on purpose. This is not like some, oh, they were in the studio. And it was, no, no, this is an on-purpose, direct hit, which is very passive-aggressive. It's very petty. It's very stupid. And I'm going to say what I have to say. I don't mince my words. So all of you Beyonce fans, knock yourselves up. I'm not mad like that. It's not about me being jealous. Jealous of someone using my song? That's the dumbest, most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Like, grow up. I was not thinking about her or no one else. Not even on no shade. Just not thinking. And I agree. They all, that's the first thing they love to go to, the beehive. You jealous. Uh, bitch, I don't know how Beyonce lives. Shit, I don't know shit about Beyonce. Matter of fact, her motherfucking ass be looking like a robot sometimes. I'm scared for her. I be like, is she okay? I be like, somebody there. I be putting, trying to put up some fingers in front of her, see if she blink or some shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But, I, Khalees, what is she? I agree with her. You born from, she born from her shit. Why she got to be jealous? But I love what Khalees said because Khalees, listen, Khalil, there's other things going on. If you hear, it's not about Khalees, y'all, all y'all going off about it's three lines in the album, it's a la 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 and all that. No, it ain't. It's other shit. She done said a lot in those sentences. If you, if you motherfuckers would listen, uh, you would have heard. She's saying a lot. To, she's saying people steal stuff all the time. There's a specific problem between her and for real. Some shit that probably went on back in the day. And not only that, but she's also saying, hey, she's borrowed from me before, okay? So she's saying, bitch, you probably, I'm going to just translate for you, Khalees. Now, that's probably what Khalees ain't saying, but I'm going to translate for you. Khalees like, bitch, I didn't get at you the first time you did this shit, but now I'm about to get at your ass, okay? And we all know Beyonce like to borrow shit. She do that all the time, talking about she inspires. She steal people shit all the time, Okay? Poor Anne Marie right now is at home because she stole her producer. You know, I, 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 listen here, Beehive. I know you love your queen, but there are so many, so much shenanigans and shit that go on in that industry and stuff like that. And if I'm Beyonce, you know what I do to shut Khalees down? I get on, I get on like, but see, Beyonce's the energy. I, I don't I already told y'all what Beyonce is. She appears kind to everybody. Hi, hi, oh, hi, yes, oh yes, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> and meanwhile, all her sons are competitive. Khalees was talking about she was talks about woman in power. I'm like, what? Nah, every song this bitch is talking about. I'm the baddest bitch. Bitch, y'all can't get with me. Bitch, bow down, bitches. Blah 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 blah. blah. Beyonce is a competitive energy out in these fucking streets. She don't give a shit. So y'all have to be careful of always think, thinking Beyonce is that gracious girl. Sometimes she, she looks like that. That's the game she got to play. But her ego says otherwise. This shit, same thing happened with that, what, that, with, 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 I love Paul Mooney pointed out with, um, what's the, uh, the lady, 
uh, at last, I forget the name. I don't know why she's going blank. But she was upset Beyonce was using her son. And all you got to do, when you got an older, somebody, see, even if you think you're right, older, seasoned person, you come out and say, oh, my God, I don't want her ever to think anything bad. Beyonce don't know how to do shit like that. Cause she always wants to appear to be the top dog in the room. Okay, they tell her don't apologize, and you know she fall for that shit. Don't apologize. I would come out and be like, Khalees, I don't know what's going on with you and Pharrell. I'm just gonna make this video once. I admire you. You're dope. I don't want no smoke. I, I, yes, I borrow from you because I think you're great. She would never do that. No, she might do it now that I say it. Because so, I, I talked about her, you know, having to have visuals. Somebody, somebody, some, somebody somewhere be listening to this shit. I don't know. Maybe it flows through the air or something. But 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 now she may do it. I <laughs> here's an idea for the uh, Beyonce people: get that heifer on video to kind of apologize to somebody. This is why I try to tell people. That's why I tell people: you put people these some of these female celebrities will put up Beyonce out in their posts and be extra admirable. She never does that to her to to y'all. And here, unless you Kelly Rowling, because she feels bad. You know what I'm saying? All right, so I'm trying. But the reason why she don't do that to the rest of y'all. It's because she's cycling energy. She's cycling energy from you bitches glorifying her. Now, she'll never come on and say how she likes somebody else's album. Look, she's cycling energy from Lil' Chloe. Chloe, Lil' Chloe just dropped that little surprise. This bitch come out with a whole album. Boom, I want her I said what I said. Okay? Carice is 100% right. Okay, she's upset, but she's upset not just about them three lines. There's some other shit going on here. Listen, okay? Now, she also said something about female empowerment. Let me put this down. This is them. So just to add to my thought, <laughs> here's the issue, okay? This is not about, really not about Beyonce or anything else for that. The reality is, okay, and I said what I said, so still all facts, okay? But the reality is that this is more about the fact that, like, there's a lot of hypocrisy and there's a lot of nonsense so we've got Pharrell, who did a video, uh, sorry, interview, I think last year, talking about artists' rights and how people should be able to rework their deals and artists should be getting credit for what they've done and all this stuff. Where in reality, when I was signed to him, I had the same manager that he had, and he has writing credits on my records, okay, all my singles, coincidentally, and he never wrote a lyric a day in his life, okay? And so, yeah, that's a problem. Number two, we've got Beyonce, who, like I said, out of human decency and artistry and female, just all of the stuff she sings about, all this empowerment stuff, I don't talk about it, I am about it, okay? So the reality is all of this female empowerment stuff, it does only counts if you really do it, if you're really living it and walking the walk. Don't just talk the talk. It's real cute and fun to sing all these girls' songs. Don't, like, come on now. Let's be real, all right? And then thirdly, you want to talk about throw up and, oh, because I'm happy. I'd be happy, too, if I was selling all kinds of like, publishing and rights to songs and all kinds of stuff. Ah, she coming. She, listen, she's a she's a Leo. She's a, she got Leo. She is a son, okay. So when she comes, let me just say this, explain the yes, this to y'all. She don't come with expert ex- exposing energy. She comes with a little bit of authority. Look at her chart. She 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 don't talk shit. Okay, <laughs> if she mad at you, she gonna expose some shit about you. <laughs> I think I'll at least speak on something what she suspects. Okay. Now here's where Khalees is wrong. Beyonce does not sing female empowering songs. She only had one little, what's the song? Well, there's a couple of them. Bootylicious. Is Bootylicious a female empowering? My body is too bootylicious. Independent women? <laughs> what else is it? Okay. What other song is it? 
Girls who run the world, girls who run the world. That means most of her songs is about I'm the bitch. Diva, I'm the diva. I'm fucking, all you bitches can't fuck with me. Bitch, you can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with me. Is she right? Because bitches don't work as hard as her, okay? It's not that they can't work, can't fuck with her. It's just nobody want to be out here working that damn hard. She's a Virgo. She's out here doing a lot. Her funky ass. She's been making an album probably for about five years. She's been sitting in the studio trying to come up with, uh, looking at other people's ideas and shit. She's been looking at other people's ideas and trying to figure it out for the last five years, okay? So, Khalees, she's not all about female empowerment. You wrong. <laughs> She likes to she likes to pretend like she is and stifle that energy. <laughs> That's how she's empowered, stifling all y'all energies and shit till y'all realize what the fuck she is. No offense, that and it, that doesn't mean I, I like Beyonce. I, I play I got cussing right now on one of my little stories. Okay, I like some Beyonce songs, but I will tell the truth about her ass. Okay. She, that's what they probably doing with them energy people, you know, because they be trying. She be trying to figure it out when y'all come. Oh, Beyonce, oh, Beyonce, that's energy. <laughs> come through, and you'll never see her come and give it back to you. <laughs> yeah, or she'll do it off camera. Oh, I loved your last album. Just to smell your ass. But if I loved your last album, I'm putting your album up on my page. That's that's the shit. I love this album. Not Beyonce. Because Beyonce comes in competitive nature, bitches, okay? And she'll do it now because I'm talking shit. <laughs> Beyonce's people. I'm trying to tell y'all how to do it. Cut this shit out with her. Get her a little robotic ass, wind her up in the back. I am give her some MK Ultra juice. I don't know what y'all doing out there in the streets, allegedly. And say, wind her up and say, go ahead and be female empowered. Okay. And I know all the lawyers in her ear, oh, you cannot admit to this. You can't blah, 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 blah. You can, she can do a, a, a nice thing, shout out to Khalees, without admitting that she has she has some of the song or something like that. She can just say, hey, I don't want to be in whatever's going on. I don't know. I just tried to make my album. But, girl, there is nothing but admiration for you. I, I, I apologize on my end. Call me. Let's talk. Or I'll call you. Okay. It is what it is, okay? So I ain't mad at Khalees on this. I, and Khalees, you know, they were sitting, Miss Tina, they put up here, Miss Tina putting posts. Because, see, Miss Tina, let me tell you what Miss Tina is. I like Miss Tina. I like Miss Tina more I do her kids. But I like Miss Tina. But Miss Tina is the the person who doles out the messy stuff that Beyonce can't say, <laughs> in my opinion. This is my opinion. And so she put up a meme about somebody saying, um, uh, if I go get my other daughter or something, she said, well, I don't know why people keep sending me this meme trying to be shady. Let me tell you something, Miss Capricorn. I'm telling you and Beyonce over there playing secret COVID games, if allegedly, like they say y'all out in these streets. That is the son over there, that Leo. She ain't scared of shit. She ain't scared of Solange, little watery cancer ass, who sometimes I bet be mad at y'all, too. Uh, that's just my 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 belief. <laughs> but I digress. She's just, she's just one of them chicks. This is my personal opinion. This is my personal opinion. This is just Carlotta's personal opinion. Some people are taught in their life to defend their family no matter what. We may not like each other from within, but we're going to defend, uh, 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 we defend anybody from the outside fucking world. See, I ain't about that because family can, family can turn on you faster than any fucking body. Family can be the worst, okay? When they show their cards, they show, but cancers are all about family. 
Solange is a cancer, so she's going to defend her family, even if she ain't getting along with their ass, no matter what, okay? So she got a lot of, you know, that energy, even though they could be fucking betraying her in the back. She don't give a shit. She going to go on and try to defend it. But don't know, ain't nobody scared of Solange over there. That Khalees ain't scared of Solange. Mr. Tina, Beehive, ain't nobody scared of Solange's ass. And some people don't have to. Y'all talk about Jay-Z power and all that stuff. There are some people who are just fierce energies in the world that can de- that can defeat people without having power, okay? So y'all better be careful about how y'all handle Khalees in these streets, okay? Khalees is a trip. Remember when Khalees... I, I, I can't say about Kali. I don't know the situation with her and Nas, because she said Nas was abusive, but she hasn't been the only person who said certain things like that. But I digress. Um, I'm not saying he is, okay, because I'm a big fan of Nas. But remember when Nas and Maxwell said, I ain't going to even say it. <laughs> remember when Nas years ago, I remember reading her. She had a, like, was it on Instagram or Twitter? And she got pissed. She was pregnant or something. They was in the, uh, the islands with all them chicks. And she posted that. T- <laughs> but she posted about him. I ain't gonna even repeat it. She, Kalisa ain't no fucking fuck. Kalisa's crazy as fuck. Y'all better leave Kalisa alone. <laughs> and that's my favorite. When she posted that shit, I was like, Kalisa, stop. <laughs> Kalisa's funny as fuck. Kalisa coming with that shit. She came. She. She was mad as fuck, and she she let it be known. She let her feelings be. She let, she was all up in her feelings. <laughs> but my funny thing is, I don't remember Maxwell or Nas fucking back with her. <laughs> they say no, they like let's just leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> Nas like told Maxwell, "Fuck that, don't say nothing to her. You can't say check the numbers, bitch, or none of that shit to Kalise. Kalise will come and run your ass. She will she will come with it." <laughs> Going off on Beyonce and them Because there's more to that story I believe That's my personal opinion If you listen to her She's saying a lot without saying a lot Or she's saying there's constantly stealing And thieving And publishing And people who get rights on on a record But didn't write nothing All that Oh my god You should hear the horse <laughs> The stories I've heard about that, okay, crazy. And even today, a lot of people got mad at Diane Warren, the great. And it's a lot of these dumb tech heads don't know who Diane Warren is. But Diane Warren is one of the greatest uh, uh, writers, songwriters of all time. But she was throwing shade today. She could say she wouldn't, but Diane Warren, your ass was throwing shade. She said today she talked about how she missed Whitney <laughs> and, and certain notes and stuff that Whitney did. And then she said, who writes, who does, who has 24 or 5 writers on the song? I said, let me answer that for you, Miss Warren. <laughs> I didn't feel like arguing with the B.I. tonight. But I want to answer it for her on the show. Miss Warren, who has 25 writers on the song? Somebody who samples everybody fucking else. Somebody who doesn't. Remember when Babyface, remember when Babyface sidebar, but remember when Babyface was doing his live and when he's like, he, with, 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 what's his name? What's the dude's name? 
<laughs> when Teddy tried to play the remix, she said, oh, is, is that a remix or is that like a sample or a remix or something? Teddy's like, oh, yeah, you know, I did the remix. He said, oh, he said, oh, I don't do remixes. I mean, he was, <laughs> baby face was like, bitch, I'm right. <laughs> I, I ain't sampled in a damn thing. I ain't remixing a damn thing. It's my shit. Beyonce, oh, God, they're going to get mad at me. Beyonce's a trendy girl, and she goes for whatever. She, Solange, let me tell you what happened, okay? Oh, gosh. This is my Carlotta's 101 opinion. Remember when Cranes in the Sky came out? Salons got so much love. And listen, there's a reason Salons is in the the, the neo soul category, but I don't feel like going into all that, okay? Salons got so much love and critical acclaim for that album. It was a good album, okay? The first Salons album, the first time I heard Salons' album, okay? The first one. I had gotten it when I was at Essence Fest, and I was a huge Beyonce fan at the time. You know, I had, I didn't know, you know, I, I was, it was B-Day. It was around a B-Day here, okay? And I remember I got that up. Uh, I decided, and I was like, whoa, she, she, this is really good, right? But in a different sort of way. Now, I ain't one pit sisters. I ain't trying to do that. But what I am going to say is this. That energy over there that comes with Beyonce is very competitive. Ever since that shit cranes in the motherfucking sky, Okay. Beyonce thinks she got to be deep. Her ass thinks she got to, I got to find, I got to be deep. I got to be Day. I need to be the dance hall queen. I need to bring renaissance. I need to bring back disco. I'm Donna Summers. I, I, I want to be somebody. I just I, I just don't want to be the shaking my ass queen. But it's, it's, it's cool because that's what you do good. You do best. But she could not stand it. My sister has a critically acclaimed album. I need to make a lemonade. Was lemonade before then? Lemonade. Somebody give me. I need some critical. I need more critical acclaim. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I can't. I'm. I'm deep too. And she is. She's a Scorpio moon, just in a different way. I'm not just a robot. I know I look like a robot. Look, I, I do. I'm like Michael Jackson and all them. You know, every documentary, how they try to show Beyonce doing something, like showing that she, she's a boss. But, yeah, I yeah, I don't like those lights over there. Oh, yeah, if they could change that. <laughs> they try to show you that she, she I, I, I do my own shit. I'm creative. <laughs> no, Beyonce, you're trendy. And it's okay. And that's why you have 25 writers on one song. Now, where you're creative at is that you're going to take that, that all that shit you borrowed and you're going to make it great, okay, because that's one thing you do. You be inspired and you do it, you do it really good. That's why, Diane, there's 25 writers on one song. She's not really Chardonnay. She wants to be Chardonnay. She's not. They can't. They can't sit. She's, I mean, you know, but it, it, that's, I mean, you know, that's a lot to ask. 
well, maybe perhaps we can borrow something from that time. How about we, we, we're not going to really just sit down and be a smart. We're going to borrow a beat from 1985. Oh, let's borrow a Summer's beat over here. <laughs> oh, let me stop. They're going to be angry. Where's my key to the Ramada Inn? Is it ready, my room tonight? I'm ready to check in. I've done the I've not made the beehive happy. It is what it is, okay? And I like the out I like five out of five and a possible beehive. I, I'm gonna be playing Virgo's Groove. I like it. I'm gonna be playing Cuffy. I like that song. Okay? It's not so bad. I have some things I, I have some nice things to say here. Now, the next thing about Renaissance is the people who are complaining about her putting spazits in a song. I didn't even know spazits had anything to do with with being handicapped. What the fuck? You know, it's just like I had to tell somebody. No offense to to to, to my to my gay listeners, okay? But I had on something that I had like it was rainbow colors, and somebody said to me. And it and it was one of the it was from like a pride collection, but I just liked the look of it. And they say, like, "Ooh, don't you think somebody gonna think you gay?" I was like, "What the fuck? They don't own the fucking rainbow. What the fuck is this? That's God's rainbow up in there. Shit! Just because I wear a rainbow don't mean I'm gay. What the fuck is this? Same thing with you know people thinking that if you say spazzing, you own the fucking me handicap don't mean." You don't own the fucking word spaz. Spaz means a lot of things. When people say she's spazzing out over there, it means she acting crazy as fuck. Okay, it don't got nothing to do with being handicapped. Where the fuck y'all asking people to change their shit for nothing? And then this this heifer got a whole song on there, like a sacrilegious song, telling church girls to turn up their booties and shake it and 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 do whatever else. And y'all ain't complaining about that, but y'all complaining about spazzing. <laughs> This world has gone mad. <laughs> Leave Beyonce alone on that note, okay? For real? <laughs> y'all, y'all, she actually, and her dumb ass actually going in and re-recorded. Now, I bet if the church came after her saying, hey, we don't like you trying to change church girls' mind and trying to put all this shit in church girls' head because you done fucking turned into a video vixen. <laughs> I mean, you you done, you selling yourself out here in these streets. We don't want our babies out here doing it. I bet she wouldn't change shit. I bet she'd get up on TV and ex- try to explain, well, you know, I feel like the, the church can be so uh, hard on women and, and try to sound female empowerment, but she she just don't respect it. But, yeah, she going to go back and change spaz. And I tell them, I ain't changing shit because I, I ain't mean nothing about no handicap. That's crazy. That everything is not, she did probably, I'm pretty sure she did not mean it in that context. Okay? You don't own spazzing. Just like gay people don't own the rainbow. So shit's going on in this world. They use it as their symbol, but they don't own it. The rainbow's out here. There's, a lot of people. There's reading rainbow. There's all kind of shit. All right, fine. I don't know what I'm getting upset here. Anyway, but that's why I come to Beyonce's defense, because I feel like she shouldn't have to change 
a word because she said, are we serious out here? I'm not going to even read the article because I think it's so ridiculous. Okay. But that's all I have to say about Renaissance. Okay. Five and a possible. That I can listen to again. Okay. And that's just what I have. Don't be mad. Be happy. It is what it is, okay? But I know you guys are going to overhype this album. I know what is it going to be streaming? Because the numbers they're projecting for Beyonce to sell this week are two hundred to 300,000 album sales, which is pretty good in this climate, right? You know what I'm saying? They don't sell records anymore. Uh, they fake stream. I mean, they stream. Uh and so far, they're expecting, like, a, cause she broke the streaming record, uh, like, for a day or something like that. You know, it's so easy. I hate the, this world has come to the streaming thing because it's so fucking easy to fake out streaming shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was different when it was the album sales. You really, and then, you know, not to say the album sales wasn't a little, you know, ticky-tick. Because, you know, I used to hear shit about people going in buying their own records and shit, but I digress. But, um... You know, uh, it's just an interesting thing, okay? Um, I'm sure Renaissance will win her a bunch of Grammy Awards because uh, the fix is in there, apparently, allegedly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Beyonce, I don't think it's uh, – it's, I think it's an okay album. I think it's uh, – I think – I think you tried to get back to your core with adding a little bit of Solange in the in the in, uh, Solange's uh, energy into it, um, and I think you're trying to be deep. I think you're trying to intellectualize booty shaking and shit. And I, I thought that's good. That's a start. That at least we're understanding where we're at and who we are in some ways. You know. I feel like that, Beyonce's kind of, you know, maybe she's understanding that, you know, but this is not by any stretch of the imagination that deep of an album. It's okay. I said what I said. Next, what do I need to talk about? Uh, Are we going to talk about Neo? Before I go into Maxwell in, 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 in Vegas, let's talk about Neo. According to People Magazine out here in these streets, Neo's wife, Crystal Renee, accuses him of cheating. Eight years of lie, it's lies and deception. Crystal Renee said in an Instagram post on Saturday evening that what Neo does is no longer my concern. Neo's wife, Crystal Renee, is ending her relationship with the musician. Renee shared a post on Instagram Saturday evening where she alleged that the so sick singer, 42, was unfaithful to her in their marriage and that the pair's year-long relationship, years-long relationship is now over. Neo, on his part, said he will not comment on personal matters. Eight years, eight years of lies and deception, Renee wrote in her post. Eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and my husband with numerous women who sell their bodies to him unprotected. Every last one of them. To say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement. Her message continued. To ask me to stay and accept 
it is is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something it isn't. I choose me. I choose my happiness, health, and my respect. I respect that, Crystal Renee. And you got every well, you got every, every. Now I know that the rumors was that Crystal Renee, you know, that she was a fat. Allegedly, some people were saying when Neo was with the other girl, you know, the dude with his two kids, that, you know, he was messing around with Crystal Renee on the side. And you know how you get him. Some people say it's how you get Yeah, I don't know about that because they was in the middle of the broadcast. Look at Alicia Keys and Swiss. They doing good. They just celebrate their little marriage anniversary. And we all know how that came together, okay? Sometimes people just find each other in the midst of stuff, in the midst of a mess, okay? It's okay. Sometimes it happens. But let me say what Crystal's talking about right here. Crystal, I'm on your side on this. Neo talking about don't get in the public. I don't want y'all to say what I need to say. Neo, that's, you know, Neo, this is why you haven't made great music in the last several years. Because Neo is one of the greatest songwriters of his, his, his generation. And the problem is he's been doing some shitty shit. And is it because you're chasing Coochie Cat? <sighs> Coochie just, he's a, is he a fucker? Like, remember when Blue, what's it, was it Ghostface Blue to kill him? What, I forget which one of them rappers that said he was a fucker. Are you that Neo? <laughs> you spend more time fucking than in the studio? <laughs> Let me just say this. But Crystal, what she said while I'm on her side is because she said they are unprotected. Man, when a man does that to a woman, you know, there's one thing to cheat, to run around on it. You know, when you got, when you messing around with, you know, singers and stars and celebrities and stuff, you you know, you might expect some crazy shit to happen, you know, because a lot of these men, they got a lot of women and shit. They got, you, they, like I said, coochie everywhere, coochie here, coochie there, coochie everywhere, okay? It's hard sometimes for people to turn down coochie. Even though you should turn out coochie, because I got a story that I'm going to tell right after this about a sus out here who found out she had AIDS after 10 years, okay? And she was hanging out with industry people. I ain't, I don't know the sister sex, sister sexual practices or none of that, but if she allegedly, if she was fucking any of these industry dudes, Y'all might be wanting to run and go get some tests now. That's why you can't be fucking around with these chicks out here and men out here with no condoms, especially if they live a high-end lifestyle because lots of women want them. Okay? Now, Crystal is probably upset because she's been allegedly maybe exposed some some crazy shit, and, and you know, and, and some of this shit, you know, they ain't just be. I ain't saying this about Neo. Don't take me what I'm saying. I'm just saying some of this shit down just be messing with women. Oh shit, don't want. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, I'm. T- Damn, I better. I better shut up right now. I'm telling some shit. Y'all know that some of them don't just be messing with women. They be fucking with everybody. Okay. They equal opportunist motherfuckers out here. Okay, they just want they fucking they they fucking women, they fucking penises, they the transsexuals, they got everybody. So has a woman you exposed to all of that? He don't like you. That's when you know you like you don't respect me. 
you going out here putting my life at risk every damn day. If this is true what Crystal's saying, more power to her for coming out publicly and saying what she said because he didn't give a shit if it's true about her by exposing her every day, every time he went out, exposing her to 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 a numerous uh, energies and spirits. It, it, that, that alone, that alone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different if you got. Let me just say this. It's different if you got one chick, and you like, damn, I, baby, hey, you know, shit, I, I, I don't know, you know, I can respect it a little bit more. You know, you like, hey, I just met somebody. This is crazy. We struggling. I'm struggling right now. I don't know. Blah 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 blah. Okay, but numerous women. Numerous Unprotected Not only have you And I'm not saying there's an understanding about that But I'm just saying numerous and unprotected You just don't like me And why are you fucking with me I know I ain't mad at her for doing what she did I ain't mad at her for exposing all that shit Okay Because it's like it's too much Now she got to go Take her ass probably to get all kind of tests To make sure her ass is clear And they got all these diseases and monkeypox and shit. Monkeypox gonna stop a lot of shit too. I'm here because this monkeypox allegedly is somewhat like a, it operates slightly like an STD. So monkeypox gonna stop some shit out in these streets. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna have to wrap it up. Wrap it, wrap it up. And I don't think that even help monkeypox, do it? Because if you touch, it's like certain things that happen when you have to mix certain things or something. I got to look, read it up, read up on it. Um, first of all, I'll be a whole lot of shit talking. Stop it. I'm eating and talking to y'all. Y'all know I'm missing. But I'll be a whole lot of thotting and bopping. Stop it. Like when HIV came to town, oh, HIV killed a lot of shit. Oh, it did. In the 80s. They were spotting and bopping at the Studio 54. Hey. Doing the disco suns. Beyonce done brought back the Renaissance, too. Uh-oh. You know you know what I said about her. She's, re, she, she's bringing back a, a re, re-emergence or something. So she's bringing back, shoot, the disco days. Y'all be, hey, baby, the, there's a new age coming, too. Oh, yeah. Remember, they were spotting and bopping up there at Studio 54. Having an old decadent time. And then HIV. Stop motherfuckers in their tracks, okay? And HIV, people thought it was a gay disease, but it's not. It was going. It went by the time the eighties, baby, it was in full swing, okay? So don't think because you straight out here and all these stuff, you gonna escape by sitting there when you ain't, when you're not protecting yourself, and you're fucking around with numerous women. So, speaking of this, this week it came out that IG model Gina 2, I hope I'm saying her name right, linked to Chris Brown and Nick Cannon, has AIDS. This is according to dreadsinfo.com. 
It says, uh, the world of black celebrity has been rocked by some explosive news. A popular model who had been linked to Chris Brown and Nick Cannon has come out and disclosed that she's had AIDS for the past 10 years. The model, Gina, too, lived in New York City, and for a while she was pretty popular on the scene. She traveled in all the right circles, including Chris Brown and Nick Cannon's circles. She was pretty, too. She's pretty. She's my doll, baby. It's not clear whether Gina had any intimate relationship with anyone from either Chris or Nick's camp or the celebrities themselves. But she, if she did, this article says they in serious, serious trouble. That's because Gina came out publicly recently and told her fans and followers that while on a routine visit to the hospital, doctors found out she had AIDS, a deadly syndrome that occurs after a prolonged untreated HIV infection. After her situation, uh, that was pretty bad. Doctors believe Gina had AIDS for a long time, possibly as long as a decade. Gina is 25 years old. Once Gina learned she had AIDS, she, her health quickly went south, and she was diagnosed with wasting disease, okay? She was always a skinny girl, but her weight dropped suddenly to just 70 pounds, and she was too weak to walk. Okay, let me just say this, okay? And prayers for her, because that's tough for anybody to deal with, especially you're 25 and you're looking at AIDS and AIDS, baby. You know, most people do that with HIV out here, but AIDS is kind of almost, you know, today you can prolong life, and so, but it's like a death, you know, AIDS is it's no joke. It's still just as lethal. Um, this is a wake-up call. Fellas in the industry, and fellas, period, Be, women, women, Quit fucking around with people you don't know and have unprotected sex. That shit can come back to bite you after 10 years. Okay, this is somebody going to be looking up bitches right now. Oh, shit. Let me call them and see if she okay. Let me check on her ass. Is she fine? <laughs> this ain't funny, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's funny. Oh, my God, I'm going to play back Khalees. No. But y'all gonna be calling because y'all got to stop this. The foolishness got the party. The party is over. Y'all don't know it yet, but the party's over. Beyonce bringing the little disco beat, but she's kind of late. The party is over. Monkey pox and, and all the addition of this shit gonna stop a lot of shit, okay? Super gonorrhea is out here too. Now they brought polio's ass back. It's all kind of new. Y'all better calm y'all asses down, okay? Y'all better quit thinking these girls is just, oh, she's so pretty. Oh, she's so, surely she shouldn't have nothing. And I know them bitches over there with Nick Cannon is scared as shit. I be scared of Nick Cannon. I know they scared. Like, oh, shit. Because, you know, Nick Cannon, I'm not saying that she gave Nick Cannon anything, but Nick Cannon likes to have unprotected sex. Okay. Y'all should be shaking in y'all boots. So you can't let nobody convince you to have some baby. Crazy ass Nick. <sighs> Future. Did y'all see Future's new video? Love you better. Oh my God, I actually like that video. Oh, he's playing on my heartstrings, that Scorpio. So full of shit he is. But he was sad. Was that a little old to Sierra? 
Was that a tribute to Sierra? I felt like it was. I felt like that chick represented Sierra. When he's telling, you know, he's telling this, he he walking like in the shadow, and this girl, he she, he done lost his girl and his child to another man. He's like, maybe he can love you better. I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad for him. I was like, oh, this is so bad. Because let me tell you why I feel kind of bad for him. Because I really know that Scorpio men, even though they can be hoes, they really be having love when they love you. You know what I'm saying? And I think he really sad about that shit. I think he really sad he lost her ass. You know, he ain't going to say it, but I think he kind of sad. I think it's kind of, it, it, nothing like seeing your son up there playing football with somebody else. You're like, damn, ooh, damn. I mean, it's good because you, like, you glad for the fact that there's a man who loves your son just as much as you. But damn. Mm-mm-mm. And no, it was all your shit that you lost her. And the video says a lot. I felt sorry for the little Scorpio. Damn. And you know what? Here's what I think. I'm going to tell you the truth. You know, I know Sierra. This is my personal opinion. They probably had a bond and a lot of passion. Mm-mm-mm. He fucked that all the way up. She's like, she, but sometimes when Scorpios love you deep like that and you fuck them over, even if you're another Scorpio, we just can't do it. We can't go back. We go, we going to go. And trust me, when we go, we going hard. <laughs> like Sierra did. She went hard. She went over there to Russell Wilson and looked like she living the dream over there. Now, we know everything ain't dreamy, but she looked like she living the dream over there, okay? She got that. She she take, she take care of little future like little future's his own. Oof. She, 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 she gave him that sting, that sting. She gave future hard. He, that's what he's thinking about. Like, damn, she got me. If he can love you better, damn. That's, she got me, though. Yeah, it was sad. I just I watched it and I was like, Is that supposed to be Sierra? Oh, this is such a sad ending that when a player finds out he's lost her. Nothing more sad than a player finding out he's lost his girl. When they you know And how many kids he done had since then? See he probably could have saved himself more he didn't have that many kids when he was with it was just four of them when Sierra was with him. Then he could have been consistent with the one chick and had, you know, three or four with here. But he fucked up. He, now he got, what he got, about 11 or 12? They all different, allegedly. Oh, he got more headache and more problems than he had if he would have kept her. Poor future. I felt for him. I felt sorry for him. <sighs> I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, should we talk about Maxwell and the night tour? I think we should. (laughs) Okay, night tour part two. I'm going to talk about my experience in Vegas. Then I'll also talk about, I'm going to talk about the latest saga with Tim Norman of Sweetie Pies. Um, What else we got to talk about? Um... Uh, we're going to talk about these migrant children working at a plant in Alabama. Lord, this is crazy. And Chinese buying up American land. What else? What else did I have on y'all? 
uh, for y'all to listen to. Um, mystical out here in these streets getting arrested. Oh, my Lord. We got to talk about all that, okay? Meanwhile, here is Bay. We're going to play a little bit of him as we go to the break. Uh, let's play uh, <laughs> the only song we know probably that's going to be out tonight. Off. I'm in the zone. <laughs> I laugh every time I hear that song. I'm sorry. I can't help it. All right. Maxwell, off. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. <laughs>
I'm Carlotta, and I'm back up in these streets doing late-night hot topics. Okay. Let me shout out. Who I got a shout out? Somebody had to shout out. Uh, I went blank. Uh, oh, Anna. Anna. First, oh, before I shout out, shout out, Anna. Let me, let me say this. Rodney, <laughs> I've already talked about your girl. It's, it's over. <laughs> I've, I've already talked about her. Sorry. Uh, but Hana, let me. We're getting ready to go into the Maxwell segment of the show. Talk about Maxwell concert uh, in Vegas. I went to the opening of Maxwell's show in Vegas. Uh, let me tell you, it was quite a bunch of delays before. It's always a bunch of delays with Maxwell. I don't know what the deal is. No shit. Okay, that's crazy. But my flight was delayed. I got there like maybe three or four hours late. I am complaining to the uh, people. I was tired on Tuesday night. Man, I got to my hotel room. My friend hadn't come. She was coming in later because her flight was delayed. She came in even later than me. And so, I mean, it was crazy. We stayed in Resorts World, which I really, because I wanted to stay in Resorts World because it's the newest hotel on the Strip. Resorts World is pretty big, but I had some issues with Resorts World, okay? I don't want to talk about it, but it was, I had some issues, okay? It's a lot of shit, okay? But they have, you know, they got to get their systems together and shit. But they, you know, they had the newest hotel, but it's a beautiful hotel, uh, very interesting. Um, I, enjoy, I enjoyed myself. I just, there was a few things I just did not like, Okay. But, uh, yeah, but it was an interesting say it is the newest one. I think it's like a year and a half, year and a half years old or two years old or something like that. So it was interesting. Um, but let me shout out to Hana. Hana, I hope I'm saying your name right, Anna. Anna is um, one of my Maxwell online, uh, Maxwell girlfriends who, we, you know, she has a Maxwell page. We talk. Sometimes, you know, we talk on her page. I'm talking to Dina. She's a really cool, really sweet chick. And, you know, she loves Maxwell like me. And I got a chance to meet her. I was so excited to meet her. Uh, she's a real sweetheart. And I hate that we didn't get together to dinner together because, you know, I mean, I just hate that. Me and my friend were there till like, Saturday. But she was leaving the next day, so we really didn't get a chance to hang out, hang out. But it was so nice to meet you, and she was every bit as cool in person. So uh, hopefully I will get to meet her at another Maxwell show. Y'all like, Carlotta, you, you can't be going to another Maxwell show. <laughs> you know what? My girlfriend convinced me of something, okay? I hate meet and greet. I do not want to do a meet and greet. But let me tell you, we went to uh, – 
the concert. <laughs> and my girlfriend, so we were at the concert that night. I'm not, I'm, you know, I have on these heels, okay? These heels that I just, you know, I wore flats until I got, you know, so I got to the, the, the actual theater and I went and checked, put on my, my heels, you know, so I could look cute. But I really just, you know, I only stood when Maxwell came out, but I just couldn't stand no more. <laughs> and my girlfriend kept telling me, that's why I've seen the show. I've seen this thing. I want you to see it. I've seen it. I've been here, done that like ten times now. <laughs> okay, but it was funny. But she convinced she convinced me I need to one day do a meet and greet. Okay. So if I if I if I ever have a, if there's a show, maybe if I pick a show, maybe sometimes I'm going to do it specifically for the meet and greet. I'm going to do a meet and greet. Oh, shit, I shouldn't do a meet and greet. I, it's so against the core of me to pay somebody. Like, you know, Chris Brown's meet and greet, you see the shit, he be, he give his fans, I mean, it ain't $1,000 worth, but he hugs up on his fans. He, he was doing all kind of shit. I was like, wow, he giving them they damn much worth. I just ain't for me paying three or $400 to see nobody and he behind the glass. I'm going to be pissed off, okay? You know, I'm going to be going off. I'm going to be like, what the fuck? But my friend's like, oh, you want to get, this is one of your favorite artists, you know. You should go ahead and meet them. I'm like, oh, God. So maybe one day, perhaps, I may do a meet and greet. I don't know. I, you know, it's still against the core of me. I'm against meet and greet. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. Especially ones with plastic are involved or uh you know, uh, dividers. <laughs> Maybe I need to do, do meet and greets outside of the age of COVID and, and monkeypox and polio and shit. But, you know, but I may do it, okay? And there's this one particular city that I saw where meet and greet wasn't a whole lot, and I said, Maybe I'll do that there. So I pay that on average for a ticket. So I may try to do a meet and greet and tell y'all what it was like to meet Maxwell. Just for y'all. They should, you know, just do it for my podcast, right? <laughs> but what did I think of the Maxwell show, man? Okay. I look extra cute. Can I just say that? Okay, listen, listen. <laughs> I had me coming up to me in the hotel. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I had, I mean, dang, they was... This this one guy this one guy just I mean he came out for he came in the back he's like you know excuse me ma'am I, I see your wedding I, I just want to say how beautiful you are and the man is looking I'm like wow you had a whole speech <laughs> oh my god be sure to tell listen I was cute y'all know I like to brag on myself okay I was cute having this little cute little romper it's like this little romper golden black. You know, and it showed all my cute little asses. It's just, it's just, it didn't just right me. My little ass, every little asses. My little leg, my little short leg, you know, but they, my little thick thighs, and they had my boobs up and nice and bare. You know? I was getting a lot of attention, but I was cute. Hi, I was cute. I can't blame the me. I look cute. I was proud of myself. I look, I was like, I was sexy. <laughs> and I had plans to be, okay? 
I felt like I had, for Vegas, you should be sexy. So I, I felt like I was sexy, okay? I felt really sexy. I felt empowered. You should be sexy at a Maxwell show. I feel like Maxwell gives off sexy energy. Now, and, and wait a minute. This is something else I noticed. Let me tell you about these, these shows. What I, I came to some realization about the, the, the Maxwell shows when I was in, as I was watching Maxwell perform. He's a Gemini, right? With that Torian Cusper kind of thing going on. But what I realized about Maxwell's, there's two different Maxwell's. When you, I mean, there's several probably different Maxwell's, but the two Maxwell's that show up in concert, I noticed the dude with the short hair was much more, like, sensual. <laughs> and the Afro Maxwell is like, he's so cute. He's full of anxiety. <laughs> he's uh, bouncing around the stage. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> He's still sexy, but he 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 worried like he's more goofy. I said, oh, there's two different ones. I realized that there was like it's two different. It's like day and night, and like this where the other Maxwell might have saying, you know, what if he did the "Don't Say Good Night" song or something. This Maxwell does always do forever. <laughs> he gets a little sexy, but he can't. He gets here's the funny. It's so funny. I don't know if it's just my show. But Maxwell, when he tries to get sick, he has a, he laughs at himself. He's like, if he tried to throw out a pump here and there, and in the middle of the show, it was like, in my show, in the middle of the show, somebody called him daddy, and he's just, he was just tickled. <laughs> he's so cute. He's so cute and goofy. <laughs> I love that. I love that about Maxwell. I think he's just the cutest little goof. I mean, it's just like, you're like, you are so goofy and cute. You really are. But this time what I noticed is the band was a lot more lively. She was back there moving around. There's a lot of liveness going on. <laughs> uh, now, I don't want to be so hard on Maxwell this time. Because the reason why I don't want to be hard on Maxwell, he lost, they lost uh, Mike, was it Mike Pila, the guy who he was an engineer for, I guess, Maxwell's, um, a lot of Maxwell's uh Albums and Sade's and other people, other people. I think he's a Grammy Award winning engineer. So you know they lost somebody, and I realized it was, <clears throat> you know, he he said you know he he was pretty sad about it, and you know and you know when you lose somebody, it's always uh, difficult. And uh, what else? And I think you know he had a slight delay or whatever. And my my show was the first night. I went to the very first show. I was not going to Friday night, okay? I was like, bitch, somebody, one of my friends asked me, you going to Friday night too? I was like, shit, if Maxwell, if Maxwell better give me tickets if I'm going to Friday night. You know how much he's going to tickets are? <laughs> but, uh, no, so I didn't go to Friday night. But what I will say is this. <laughs> I don't understand how he's doing this night tour. I mean, like, what are you going to actually do when the actual album comes out? Because, like, like I don't perceive Maxwell's been on tour so much, unless this album is, like, a full, like, okay, you know, it has to be better than off if you think you're going to get people to come out in droves to see you. Like, again, it has to be almost epic, like, Pretty wings epic. Uh, I I just don't. I'm just trying to figure out how he's touring without this night album. 
and he's calling at night. I mean, sorry, even though you're my fave, I get on. I mean, I have balance, you know, with Beyonce. I don't, you know, I know y'all think I don't like Beyonce, but no, it's just because I'm honest about situations. And I'm honest about my faves too. You know, my thing is, why are you touring? You don't have any new music. You have off. But then, what else? I mean, what's going on? We haven't even had a second single from Night. You know what this means to me? You know, let's just be honest with Sometimes. I mean, I know, yeah, sit in the studio and try to figure this shit out. Maybe not going to tour so much. I don't know. But tours, I understand how important they are because nobody buys records anymore. And I understand a lot of artists are like, yeah, I don't want to make no new music. I just want to go around the tour and get these, these dollars from these tickets. But, you know, I say that. I don't understand why we're having the night tour with no night out. I feel, like I said, I feel like a tender swindle. I feel like the tender swindler of R&B. <laughs> are you tender swindling? I mean, you know, when is night coming? Beyonce has a whole renaissance album out here, and your ass still doesn't have night. And I'm a little indifferent to the playlist. Let me just say this, Maxwell, okay? Change it up. You're Gemini. I know you're stubborn and you got that Taurian energy. You're so fucking stubborn. Oh, my God, you're so stubborn. I tend to just say the opposite. You know, we hate, you know what? I love everything about the tour. Don't change nothing. Don't change nothing. <laughs> Give me a change every day. <laughs> no, listen, the playlist needs to be changed. I mean, I mean, I like the playlist, the first city, few cities, but now, you know, you need to add cops come knocking. Where are you, why are you scared to add cops come knocking? Why did you take cops? Kill the cops come knocking is one of your classics. Why did you take, I'm not quite understanding, why would you take that out? I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> why did you take the cops come And then he put it always and forever. I like the song, but it's just like, really? Like, I'm not, I'm not quite understanding where we're going with this. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm seeing something that I don't know what I'm seeing. I, I feel like I'm, I'm seeing a Maxwell who's kind of not sure about who he is anymore. Like, who am I in the, in the span of this thing? You're fucking Maxwell. That's who you are. He's the guy who he's the guy who gave us Urban Hainsley, and the guy who gave us a, a Lifetime the Now album, the guy who gave us a, the uh, what was the other album? What's the shit? Oh shit! What Embrya? The guy who gave us great—I mean, great things. What are you doing right now? <laughs> I feel like you're somewhere, but we're not—we're not sure where you're at. I don't know. I don't know what to make of him. I'm actually, so this, so let me just say this. I enjoyed the concert. Maxwell was wonderful as always. Maxwell's always wonderful. He's, uh, Maxwell's always beautiful. Um, I'm going to sit and think about it, though. I think I need to sit and think about it because after I saw the last concert, I think I recognized more things, and I was like, oh, okay. 
I mean, you and I'm sort of like, you know, here's because now I feel like I'm a professional at Maxwell concerts. I feel like I've been to a lot of them. <laughs> I feel like I say what's wrong and what's not right. And what I can say is I feel like, and I don't want, I'm trying not to be mean. I feel like you're delivering lazy. This, it was, this was good <clears throat> for the part one of the kid when you were Anthony Hamilton and Joe. Oh, my God, it worked. But now we're on part two. And I'm like, I feel like you're, 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 the energy, I feel like it's there, but it's kind of, it's something that feels like it's not there. And so I feel like you just came out and you said real quick, like, okay, let's just do the same thing. <laughs> let's not add anything. Let's not take away anything. Let's just give them the same thing. And here's the thing you know, Maxwell, you have a cult following. You have women like me and men like me who go to see you everywhere, who love your ass and love what you do and admire what you do. And we see you a lot. And so you know, I know tours are hard on an artist. And I know trying to make your album in between a tour and and dealing with the loss of someone and dealing with so many things, it can be tough. I get it. I get it. I get it. I mean, I don't get it because, you know, I empathize, not sympathize. You know, I'm obviously not an artist, but I get that the pressures. The pressures can be there. However, you know, really think, sit down with your band. Sit down and really talk about the playlist. Sit down and talk about what, what I don't know if y'all do. I'm pretty sure y'all do. But what things can y'all change? How can you add? What energy can you? I was watching, like, I was watching the other day this, this old video of Maxwell. It's an old video when he had the braids in his hair. And he had this tambourine. And he was eating the tambourine. I was like, whoa, I forgot about that guy. Like he, you know, he, and he was, and it was, and he, it, it was, it was, it was live, and he, it was like it was hot. It was, it was, it was dope. It was like an energy. It was a different. It was a different feel. I was like, oh my god, really? I mean, I know I see the energy sometimes, but a lot of times it feels like, like I don't know tonight. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out here and get through it. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, well, I think Maxwell is one of the greatest artists, I mean, of our time. I actually do believe that there has to be, that he can expand way more than what he shows us and what he gives us. Um, I really like it, but I expect so much of Maxwell. I really do. I really just do. I expect a lot because I think he's so great. So that's why I expect so much, you know? I do. I really do. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I need to give, you know, here's the thing. I've been to a lot. <laughs> so maybe I know the show by heart by now. And so I'm sort of like, eh. I mean, I say I'm like, eh, because I was so excited to see Maxwell. I am always excited to see Maxwell. Okay? I know I don't show it. You know, my friend's like, you don't see anything. You're so lazy. I said, because, you know, listen, 
I go crazy about my favorite artist on here, Brittany Thomas. I'm such a shy girl. I really am at heart. I'm a shy girl. I know y'all have that heart. Y'all like cry. You ain't shy. Yes, I am. I'm so shy. I, 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 I will sit. I'm shy in church. I will sit there and just calm and not. <laughs> I, I'm not yelling and all this stuff. It's not my ego. It's just that I'm just not that type. I'm not that person. You know, I'm not, not, that's not really who I am. I can talk on here to you guys, but it's always different when people meet me because I don't warm automatically. I'm a Scorpio, so don't forget that. You know, I got Leo vibes, but I am a Scorpio. So, you know, I'm kind of quiet when I first meet you. And then it took me a while to get to know you, and then I'll be like, ah! But, you know, when I make confidence up, I feel shy. There's people around. <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm so shy. I, I don't normally get up and, you know, that's about a new edition concert. It's different. New edition is different energy, okay? <laughs> but other than that, I, you know, Carlotta shows up to new edition concerts. She doesn't show up to Maxwell. Keisha shows up to Maxwell. And she's, you know, she's more reserved and, you know, she's laid back and she's quiet. And she's very, you know. You know, she gives off, like, kind of like she's sophisticated. And she, but Carlotta's not like that. So Carlotta shows up at the new edition concerts and shit like that. <laughs> you know, that's a, but, you know, <laughs> I feel like Maxwell's a more, uh, 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 you have to be more classy at a <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then, too, it depends on the energy Maxwell's giving off. I think Maxwell, so he gives off that energy. You know, the whole their whole band kind of gives off this, like, kind of Sardayish energy, okay, a little bit. So, yeah, so very different. But I enjoyed the show. Uh, I had a great time in Vegas, man. Let me tell you, I was by Friday, yeah, I was tired, okay? I was, I was wore out. Vegas, you can, you know. They just do it for about three days. You know, I'd be ready to go. I, I said, we say four, but we shit. I mean, and really it was three and a half because that we got into in late because of the whole, the um, the delays through the airlines. So it was crazy. But we had an early, early morning flight, so it was good. Our, everything going back home was great. But, child, I was tired, and I'm still trying to recover from my whole weekend Vegas. I went to this really pretty cool thing, the uh, Illuminary, well, I forget, Illuminary, but it was Area 15. I had never been to Area 15. Uh, I've been to Vegas a lot, but I've never been to Area 15. And uh, actually, a lot of people don't know this, I got married at Mandalay Bay. So, I, so I've been to Vegas a whole lot, you know, you know, you got married there. I mean, <laughs> so, uh, but um, uh, Vegas... Area 15, I'd never been to. I loved it. I went to this space uh, thing, the space exhibit they had. It was so cool. It was like the dopest virtual kind of thing. I loved it. It was fun. I had a great time. I liked Area 15. We ate at Area 15. The food was really excellent. I I mean, I just had a great, I had a blast. And then, you know, I'm a shopper. So we went to a lot of places with shops and stuff like that because me and my girlfriend, I, I was with my girlfriend, one of my best girlfriends, who's a shopper also. So we were all around Vegas trying to, you know, look at the shopping deals and different things and eating places and all this stuff. So we had a great time. Then I think it stormed 
was it like Thursday night? So we decided we were going to hang out at World Resort and do some gambling. We did that, and we went over to the World Resort, the Samala Wind World Resort. I think, and then one day we went to the mall over in the wind because the wind had all, all these high exclusive uh, uh, stuff like that. So we wanted to check out some of those, which was pretty fun. And then uh, we went to, uh, then we went, we, we spent like Thursday, like Thursday evening, Thursday all day we were at other places, but Thursday evening we spent at, you know, the world was because of a storm. We were going to go to the movies at night. We do shit like that. But we were like, nah, because it's a nice storm. And, you know, the movies like on the, it's kind of further north into North Vegas. But when we start seeing that light, we like, let's just hang out at the World Resort. And the biggest fucking World Resort is, you think they have a, you know, in Vegas, here's my thing. One of y'all casinos is at, I don't know if they do. Maybe somebody does have a movie theater. I think when I was in Vegas one time years ago, they had a movie theater, but they wasn't that far off the strip. But I forgot where it was at. But, yeah, like, it would be cool if you had one in a hotel. Thing. I don't understand. <laughs> so when it's some places like storming or something that you could do. But we enjoyed it. Had so much fun. A lot of late nights. We were... <laughs> We were up out at, out at places really late, but we had a great time. I mean, it was so fun. And I wouldn't have went on the trip had it not been for my love for Maxwell. So let me just say this, okay? Maxwell is I'm one of my is my favorite like male artist, and I've told the story on here a thousand times about how crazy I am about Maxwell. But one of the things is is that you know this year I went a lot of places just you know trying to see Maxwell because, you know, I had a, a, a hiatus of, of COVID. And, and I was supposed to go see Maxwell right before COVID in San Diego, right? <laughs> and COVID happened. And I was like, oh, no, when, when COVID is over, I'm, baby, I'm going to see Maxwell when you go back. <laughs> and, man, I did it. And let me tell you something. Every show I have been to has been such a blessing to me, not just Maxwell performing, but, like, you know, just the places I've went, you know, I've had so much fun. I've gotten to see family. I've gotten to hang out with friends and everything. So Maxwell brings a certain energy to me that makes me feel really good. And I get to, you know, and I get, I learn always new things when I'm on tour, on my little tour with Maxwell. So even this time, I'm meeting Hannah and just kind of uh, just having a good time with one of my best girlfriends who, you know, we traveled together to New York for a Maxwell show. Now, that's what she's like. I hope this shit don't cancel this time. That was one of my two of my best girlfriends. My other girlfriend can't go this time because she was uh, she was working. But two of my girlfriends, we went to New York for Maxwell for uh, his big. He's supposed to have this big, I guess, uh, show with different artists and stuff like that. It didn't come off, <laughs> but we went to New York anyway, and we had a blast. Okay, and we were going. We were actually going to see for a Maxwell event. So this time she finally gets to, she got to see Maxwell in concert. She had such a great time. She loved him. She told me she was crazy about him. She said, now I don't see how, you know, he all right looking. I, I mean, I ain't into the fine like you or you think he's that man. Fine, fine. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I was like, what? You don't see what I see? <laughs> but she's like, yeah, he all right. But she loved, loved the concert. She loved him. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about, girl. He was fine. He was this and that. I was like, oh, okay. But she loved it, okay? Um, yeah, so 
I just have a great time. I enjoyed it. Okay, so I may have, I may, I never know. Maybe there's one more show I made it because I'm going to do the meet and greet, maybe. I don't know. I haven't decided. I have to, I have to, I have to pride myself on meet and greet because, you know, I don't want to pay for meet and greet. <laughs> I don't feel like Janet's worthy of a meet and greet. But, however, <laughs> I may do, I may do that. You never know. Let's see how time goes. And if I do a meet and greet, then you know what? I will let y'all know because y'all need to know. Y'all deserve my my little my little people my 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 little core family, CC show family deserves to know that I finally got to meet. <laughs> okay, so if we do, if I decide to do that, I will let y'all know. But that's how my time in Vegas went. I had a blast. I had a great time, and that's it. All right, so mystical. Let's get into uh, news about mystical. Okay, they're saying rapper mystical, mystical arrested on arrested on rape, domestic abuse, and drug charges. Okay, it says uh, this is according to Fox Eight News, Fox Eight, Fox Live, Fox Eight Live dot com. It says New Orleans born rapper mystical hit songs climbed the charts in the early two thousand, but on Monday, August first, the man whose real name is Michael Tyler found himself back in jail. Although Tyler 51 grew up in New Orleans, he sometimes called, sometimes called Prairieville home. He was arrested and booked into the Ascension Parish Jail on several charges over the weekend. Officials said the judge is currently holding Tyler without bond. A bond hearing is scheduled for Tuesday, August 2nd, okay? Um, according to a spokesman with the Ascension Parish uh, Sheriff's Office, for midnight on Sunday, July 30th, Deputies responded to, uh, listen to this, a local hospital in reference to sexual assault. A hospital? Oh. It says the deputies responded to report a sexual assault victim at an area hospital. Okay, maybe she went to the hospital and after the rape or something. But it says, once we, once we got there, we talked to the victim who had some very visible injuries on her body, and she was distraught. said Donovan Jackson with the Ascension Paris, Paris uh, Sheriff's Office, she talked with us, we interviewed her, and she was able to identify who the suspect was. And in, in this case, it was Michael Tyler, also known as Mystical. Deputies arrested Tyler at his Perryville home Sunday, charging him with rape and domestic abuse. The victim did meet, did meet him at his home, and there were some discussions about finances potentially. Uh-oh. And from there, that conversation went very far left, and it led to the situation where he assaulted that victim. And then he did eventually force her to give him some money. Wait a minute. He did eventually force her to give him some money. So we know that he did know her, and it did transpire at his home, added Jackson. But after several incidents with similar charges, it might be a good indicator as to why the judge decided to hold him without bond on Monday. Tyler faced similar charges back in 2004 for sexually assaulting his hairstylist. He spent six years behind bars and became a registered sex offender. Okay. Um, now, um, 2017, he made headlines again when a warrant was issued identifying him as a potential suspect in a sexual assault at a Shreveport casino. He spent 18 months in jail before the charges were dropped. Okay, so let me talk about a little bit about Mexico because a lot of times uh, famous people on here, I always say, and, you know, everybody deserves a fair trial. 
people are innocent until proven guilty. That is the justice system we have, and I really love that justice system, okay? You know, uh, burden of proof is always on uh, the prosecution, okay? When you make a claim, you have to prove it. Uh, I have said on this show time and time again that with famous men, sometimes it's harder because there are people out here who benefit from uh, famous males and stuff are like lying about rapes and stuff like that. Not saying that all women lie or some that women are lying, but it, but they have to be vetted uh, a lot a lot more than the average Joe. Even though people have to be vetted for the average Joe too, because they deserve deserve a fair trial. But even more so with celebrity, because there's so many intricacies here. With mystical, this is not the case. What I believe here, okay. Uh, He deserves a fair trial, but I will say this. Uh, I believe we're wrong here. And these women did not come after civil lawsuits. They weren't after money or anything. They made sure his ass spent time in jail. They made sure to go and report it to the police. Because people should do that. They didn't come back 20 years later talking about, Miss, back in 1965, mystical raped me. No, they can't. They went right to the police, did the right thing, called up and said, this fool done right. This is what happened. I done got sexually assaulted. And then he goes directly to jail. And I appreciate, this is, this is the kind of thing that you should do as a woman. Not go after civil lawsuits and stuff like that, but actually first make sure that somebody who allegedly can be a danger to women in society, make sure he gets his ass in jail. And then after he's convicted or whether he's not convicted, then you can think about civil lawsuits. But until then, make sure he don't hurt or harm another woman. And that's one thing I can say, that these young ladies did the right moves. I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm just saying it ain't looking too too hot, okay? So uh, very sad. You know, sad. It's just because you're a celebrity. Let me just say this. Just because of you, these male celebrities out here in the streets, that don't mean they can't be assholes. That don't mean they can't be rapists. That don't mean it's a lot of people in them businesses that ain't got their heads wrapped on tight, too tight. So, yeah, that can happen, okay? So it is what it is. Very sad, okay? Um, what else do I wanted to talk to you guys about? Uh, we talked about mystical. Um, yeah, did we talk about plea pass? Yeah, okay. Now, two plead guilty in the murder for hire of Welcome Sweetie Pie star. <laughs> now, y'all know the story of what happened with the situation with Miss Robbie and them, okay? Apparently, Tim, Miss Robbie, allegedly, I mean, she can got Tim a high-profile lawyer. Now, if I was Miss Robbie's friend, I'd be saying, tell Tim to go on please get and stop the foolishness. But, listen, everybody's entitled to a fair trial. But it says, uh, two counts, this is from stlouistoday.com. It says, uh, two out of four co-defendants in the killing of a Grant's FPL. 
Today.com. It says uh, two out of four co-defendants in the killing of a grandson of the owner of Sweetie Pie's restaurant have pleaded guilty for their roles in the murder for hire scene. Carica Ellis and Wahel Rabbi Yagman pleaded guilty Friday to conspiring to commit murder for hire in the 2016 murder of 21-year-old Andre Montgomery Jr. Montgomery's uncle, James Timothy Tim Norman of Los Angeles, is awaiting trial. Investigators and prosecutors say Norman had Montgomery killed as a part of a plot to collect $450,000 in life insurance. Yagman helped uh, Norman take out the insurance policy in 2014. That made Norman the sole beneficiary. Lord Jesus. Mm, mm, According to prosecutors, according to prosecutors, Ellis, they say, lured Montgomery to the place where he was shot in St. Louis. Travel Anthony Hill, 32, guilty June 3rd to conspiracy to commit murder for hire as well as separate counts of murder for hire. Hill admitted to shooting and killing Montgomery in exchange for $5,000. He's only in the five. Somebody's life is worth $5,000. That's a damn shame. And was recorded discussing the act with his brother, uh, with his brother on calls from jail. Hill's plea agreement also implicated Norman and Ellis. Ellis was in a relationship with Norman for years before the killing, and they had met Montgomery at Bottoms Up Strip Club in East St. Louis, where she worked as a dancer. The two had exchanged numbers. Norman had asked Ellis about Montgomery during a stay at the Chase Park Plaza, Royal Sinesta, St. Louis, telling her he was looking for Montgomery and needed help to find him. Ellis, knowing Norman was going to take some form of action against Montgomery, still agreed to help prosecutors say. In the days leading up to the murder, Ellis told Montgomery, she was planning to be in St. Louis. On March 13th, the day before the killing, Norman flew to St. Louis and Los Angeles. The next day, Ellis used a burner to, a phone to talk to Montgomery to find out where he was and call Norman. I mean, Tim, I don't know what you won't come up with to get out of this shit, okay? I mean, all the people that are playing guilty. And every last one of them done implicated your ass. Now, I've been trying to rack through my head because I want to believe. I want to say, give people the benefit of the doubt. Say, how can Tim be innocent of this crime? Why would they set Tim up? And I just ran it through my little brain. And maybe there's something I'm missing. You, the sole beneficiary, you paying a fool only $5,000. I mean, I don't see what, why would anybody benefit from you benefit but you. How do these other people benefit from killing him? I can't wait to hear what they're going to come up with. I can't wait. It's going to be interesting. Miss Robbie, you wasting that. I know that's your baby, Miss Robbie, but child, that, you wasting that defense money. You could be using that LC pie. Help for it. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I was going to talk about this on the show. But a lot of parents, you know, a lot of parents, they be trying to go back and retrieve. They got guilt. It's just sometimes not being, I'm not saying this is Miss Robbie, but some parents got guilt for not being good parents. You know what I'm saying? And they try to do all kinds of shit when it's too late. You know? When the jail fell down here. Now, I'm not telling people to give up on your child. I'm saying sometimes you got to know when to hold them and know when to fall. And this sounds like a situation where she should be told. You know? That's what I was just saying. Okay. Uh, so interesting. Um, yeah, I think that he's going to be in for definitely being found guilty, okay? Um, just saying. 
my children being hired to work as many as 50 children as young as 12 are found working at a Hyundai supplier factory in Alabama. After cops wanted to search for a girl 13, he ran away with a 21-year-old worker. This is according to DailyMail.co.uk. They say the accusations date back to February. Amber Alert regarding the Edie Arkeley TV Cox, a, a now 13-year-old who had briefly disappeared from her family's home. Cox, who turns 14 this month, and her two brothers, age 12 and 15, all worked at the plant earlier this year and weren't going to school. Pedro TVE's father contacted Enterprise Police on February 3rd after she didn't come home and police issued an Amber Alert. They also lost a manhunt for Kukai or whatever, 21, another Guatemalan migrant and smart worker around the time between TV believes she might be, uh, who TV believes she might be. The girl told officers that Kuchi was a friend, and Kukui was a friend, I guess, and that they had traveled there to look for more work. He was arrested and later deported. Okay, so they had these migrant children have allegedly been found working at a Hyundai supplier in Alabama after police launched a probe into disappearance of a 13-year-old. See, this is why illegal immigration is so bad, because there, it's not just from the point of how it hurts the American workers, but it's also how it hurts these migrants because they're being exploited. You got young babies working at a plant, an actual Hyundai, that's crazy shit. Okay, it's crazy. That's, it's just an expectation. It says, after the disappearance generated local news, Smart allegedly dismissed a number of underage workers, according to two former employees and other locals familiar with the plant. The sources said police attention raised fears that the authorities could soon track down on other underage workers. And you know what? There's labor laws in this country, so it shouldn't be kids working at no plant. Since then, the plan has faced further accusations of child labor infractions from the fleet. High families and at least eight former and current employees at the Smart Alabama LLC listed Hyundai in a corporate filing as a majority-owned union supplier part for some of the most popular cars and SUVs built by the automaker in Montgomery, its flagship U.S. assembly plant. Hyundai didn't respond to phone calls or emails from reporters seeking comments. That is crazy. Children working in a plant, not going to school. Crazy, 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 okay? Um, what's the next? Y'all heard about the Ricky Martin. I think that's kind of died down by Ricky Martin messing with his nephew, but the nephew done already did damage putting that story out there, trying to take it back. That's ridiculous. That whole thing here. <clears throat> and uh, the rumors about Sheree messing with Martell, yeah, I don't even want to address that because I feel like I feel like there's a lot of publicity going on out here in these streets. I don't really know what's what with the Martell Hope situation and Sheree. Uh, it sounds kind of crazy because um, Mar- Martell is claiming that he has no relationship with her, and she was con- complaining, basically saying that she did have a relationship. And I was like, man, these these men are eating Sheree's ass up. Okay, she needs to have her um, astrology that. Uh, 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 done to find out what the hell's going on because <laughs> they eat her ass up out these streets. Now she got Martell. She's trying to go out. I'm like, girl, you don't know. You don't want that. You don't want to be. You don't want to be bothered with that Martell stuff. 
No, no. She didn't went from bad to worse, child. Okay? Where I said, Marcel ain't ready for no relationship. I mean, that's just, I don't understand. I don't understand what y'all women are. What these women, what these women are thinking? What are you doing? Especially Sheree. Sheree, he's too old for this. Don't, no, Marcel's not ready for love, okay? No, he's not. Okay, so that's crazy. Marcel Hope and Sheree from Real Housewives of Atlanta have been linked together. And I'm not going to read the article because it's, you know, I don't want to. Okay. Uh, Chris Rock jokes about Oscar slap hours after Will Smith issues apology. He says everybody's trying to be a fucking victim. I agree. Listen, here's the deal uh, with Will Smith. And I'm not going to read this article either, but let me just say this, okay? Well, the problem is, I always said Will should have gave back the Oscar. That night he should have gave back the Oscar. The Oscar probably would have allowed Will to gave it back to him anyway. But just the idea of giving up the Oscar. First of all, everybody knows you won. So whoever would have got it in place of you, it never would have really meant that because you, you, they know you won that night. So you should have said, hey, I apologize. You should apologize that night to Chris. Apologize to the Oscars and gave us the Oscars. But instead, you went out partying with that award. You didn't seem like you gave a shit about Chris Rock. And that is probably why Chris Rock is, is not accepting these apologies. And I think Will is learning a hard lesson as a legal man. Because, you know, Libras try to always keep the peace in the scale, balance the scale. And then when sometimes they get pushed to that Aries energy, they end up overreacting. And the rest is history, okay? And I think Will is so shocked that he just can't be the good guy and sweep it away. He can't have a hard mask anymore. But he's going to have to find a way and put more effort into trying to apologize to himself and Chris Rock. Because right now, Chris ain't buying this here. And I can't blame him. Because it looks like he didn't give a damn. Um, and it just feels like Will is still trying to protect his own image and shit, you know? That's what it feels like to me, okay? It's my personal opinion, okay? But, um, hey, I hope they get together and they're able to uh, get the relationship, has friends back, or celebrity friends back in order, okay? Um... The next thing, what else do you want to talk to you guys? What else I want to talk to you guys about? This. Oh, yeah. Okay. Somebody said, my young Miami finally realized that Diddy is for the streets. Fans bring up Diddy after young Miami tweets about her friends being in serious relationships. Okay. It appears that young Miami may be second guessing her relationship with Diddy after the City Girls rapper took to Twitter to rave over her friends selling down. With the significant others. The pair first ignited dating rumors last year after being spotted at Pere P. Thomas' birthday party in June 2020. Diddy ultimately confirmed he and Young Miami were together during a podcast at Felicia Please. Okay, so it says since then, Diddy and Young Miami have showcased their appreciation for one another by sharing various social media posts. All appears to be going well between the duo until July 27th when Young Miami acknowledged that she might be the reason. Uh, she's not in a committed relationship. The Good Love MC wrote while mentioning her friends, rapper Santana, Momo, Santana finally found some men and so down. I'm the only one out to keep still outside. Even Momo pregnant. Carissa, it's you. <laughs> um, 
Her young Miami tweet been circulating online. Many asked the 28-year-old what happened to her and Diddy. Carisha, I thought you and Diddy were together real bad. What happened? Oh, so what happened to Mr. Love? Um, let me see what she said. Another says she finally realized Diddy is for the streets. Well, um, let me just say this, okay? You know, he really likes her, I think. But I think that he also has a lot of fears as a Scorpio male. He he has a like he's a commitment phobe. He's got a lot of problems. He's scared when he really really likes somebody, and you know instead of probably being a man and facing his fears and not being a coward about it, he he shrinks back and he's probably really hurts women. Okay, and you know I would have told Christian, you're a water bearer. Handle him with kid gloves. And don't expect too much out of it. You know? Just don't expect too much. I think she was expecting too much out of it. But he is for the streets, man. Sometimes, sometimes, Carisha, you got to get your bag and run up out of here. And the rumors was that he was paying her $250,000 a month, allegedly. Plus, giving her a new show. Shit. Get your bag. Keep your show. And run the hell up out of here. Don't worry about him. Sister, don't waste your, waste your time. I knew when he showed up on her live and the way he was acting cold towards her, I said, he really like her. I said, look at him trying to act cold and push her away. That's not good. You can't fuck with Aquarius like that. They're messing around and leave your ass for real. And you be hurting. You so squat your ass. But, yeah, it's really interesting. I don't know. I didn't never think he was going to marry her. I wasn't the five I was getting. But I think he really likes her. And I think he's afraid of that camaraderie they have. Sometimes... It's going to take a chance on love, okay? I mean, love comes in various forms. It can come through storms, difficulties, all kind of things. But sometimes you can't be afraid. You can't be a coward. You got to take a chance. Play what you feel. You know, do what you feel out of. Quit being so scared. Quit letting the ego get involved. This is what Diddy's doing. And Diddy, Diddy wants to be sad. I don't think he wants me. I think he, you know, love might feel a little foreign for him. So sad, but it is what it is, okay? Um, did y'all see this article about this House Intelligence Committee tweets out about new DNA? Um, what was it? Let me look up here. Uh, it says, uh, you can take someone's DNA and design a weapon that can kill them. House Intelligence Committee member warns people not to share health data with sites like 23andMe because it can be used to program new bioweapons to track them. Listen, man, when I saw, this is probably going to be the last story of the night, but when I saw the last uh, James Bond movie, I, and that was that was all through the movie, I was like, that's some shit they can do for real, okay? Okay, 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 okay. And they was that's what they were doing. They created 
specific, like they had a room full of people in a room, and they considered could create a specific weapon to kill these specific people in this room. Oh, it's crazy. But it says U.S. Rep. Johnson Crow warns that bioweapons are being made that use targets that use a target DNA to only kill that person during the Asset Security Forum on Friday. The congressman said that the development of the weapon is worrisome given the popularity of DNA testing services like 23andMe. And you know what? I'm a person that believes these, these type of weapons didn't just come into be. They've probably been around for a long time. Okay? They have been perfected. 23andMe has stated that it does not sell off customers' private information, but other DNA companies have provided information to police upon request. In 2019, it was found that several Russian and Chinese labs were processing DNA tests for emergency Medicare and Medicaid. Lord have mercy. Officials warned that bioweapons could use, could also target animals and disrupt food supplies around the globe. Sad, sad, sad. Okay, taking someone's DNA and creating a bioweapon weapon specifically geared for it to kill you. That's some scary, scary shit. We're living in real end times, okay? Nutty, all right? Nutty, nutty, nutty. Man, I hate to end the show on such a, on something like that. Oh, my God. But don't be discouraged about the world today. The world's going to be a better place in the end, okay? You just have to go through some growing pains. Oh, Lord. Crazy out here in these streets. I have another story I'm supposed to leave y'all. Trying to make sure I said everything I need to say. I think I have. I think I read my last story. I think I have. Okay. So, you guys, you know, like I said, I'm going to end this here just saying this. You know, I'm so appreciative of so many of you guys listening to me and listening to late-night archive shows and writing me and my DMs and telling me different things you think about the show. I appreciate you so much writing me on my page, whatever it is you do. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Um also, also, if you get a chance, really, no, I seriously, I know I joked about Maxwell, but do try to catch Maxwell on the night field. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's worth it. You guys will, uh, you guys will really kind of love. You will love uh, if you've never seen Maxwell perform. I think you will really um, end up kind of really loving the show. Okay, but for somebody like me who's old school with it, you know. I've been seeing it a lot, okay? <laughs> but uh, definitely go out and support and check uh, Maxwell out, okay? And uh, um, that's it. I think that's me. That's it. That's the show, man. Okay? Oh, my goodness. Look, it's been so long since I've talked to you guys, but I'm glad I have. Now I'm going to bed. I always say I'm going to bed, but, you know, you know. Sometimes I go to bed, sometimes I don't. Okay. Yeah, take time, take time. <laughs> but you guys, again, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. I will try to do a show next week. Listen, I may take, here's the thing. I may take some time off from, you know, 
the show for a little bit. If I do, because I got lots of stuff going on, and you know, sometimes you just need a moment to breathe. I know I've already got like, Carolina, you already been going to Vegas, you already been doing everything. Unless something big comes up for us to talk about, you know, I may take a moment, okay? But uh, you guys can always, always, always listen to the archive shows, and you can catch me on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page or uh, something like that. But, you know, if I don't have a show next week, know that, you know, hey, I just took a little break. I got some things going on, okay? But you guys, we're going to go out with tonight. Um not break my soul, that's for damn sure. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to go out with uh, Janet Jackson, one of my favorite songs of Janet, If It Takes All Night. It's an old, old Janet song from the Dream Street album. You guys, see y'all, and maybe perhaps next week, if I don't see y'all next week, please catch up on the archive show. And uh, make sure you hit up the Carolina Chatwood Facebook page. I'm out. See y'all. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>
Try to do that and break my soul. This thing, he said, Yes, he goes, I, 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 I don't want to go to work today. I'd rather stay home, play video games. I'd rather chill for real. I don't know how you feel, but sometimes I feel like I'm working for nothing, trying to get something everywhere I turn this video. You can feel that in your soul. Y'all say, Tell me, she come like that. I just get my dad. I just tell her, She said, They just like some bullshit. I'm out. <laughs> I had to get one in before I left. Bye, y'all. Now, <laughs> Cause I gotta get up I gotta, 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 gotta get up